Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Sean? Well, we watched both towers go down, uh, and we watched the mass exodus from lower Manhattan as people started running and screaming and crying and praying. Uh, now we're on Broadway at Franklin, just a little bit north of the federal building. That cloud of smoke has not dissipated one bit. It has completely enveloped lower Manhattan. You cannot see the towers anymore. They are gone. And what we can tell you is that as just as fast as people left, now we're seeing people trickling back. <coughs> excuse me, wondering about their loved ones, uh, and there are just no answers to be had right now. Uh, but here's what we can tell you. I did speak with people who were on in the 80s, about 82nd, some on the 86th floors uh, of uh, the first tower that got hit. They were in the building when it was hit. They were knocked to the ground. They were able to get out, and this is what they encountered on their way down. They went to try to find keys for the locked door. Somebody found another stairwell and started going down there. It took a while to get down. We got down to the second floor and the floor collapsed. We had to go back up. Now, those people did get out. They were covered in soot, but they are alive. They are well, and those people are heading home. Part of the frustration, cell signals are not uh, helping out today. Uh, people dialing their phones in vain, people desperately trying to get through to tell their loved ones that it's okay, that they are all right. But obviously, we see here, people were evacuated from that first tower that was hit. They're down to the ground. They are safe, uh, and it's just going to take some time for everyone to be able to get through to their loved ones. Live in lower Manhattan, Sean Adams, WCBS 880 News. WCBS News Time, nine minutes after 11 o'clock and you're listening to live continuing team coverage of the worst terror attack in U.S. history here on WCBS. And now we're going to get the very latest out of Washington and an overall picture of the story from CBS News. Breaking news on WCBS 880 right here right now. CBS News Update. I'm Steve Kathan. An unbelievable series of events, all beginning with a plane crashing into the World Trade Center, one of the towers in New York City, then a second plane into the second tower. Explosions, fire. Now both buildings are gone, collapsed. CBS News correspondent Cammie McCormick is in Lower Manhattan Live. Steve, unbelievable is a good way to describe it. There's a lot of stunned disbelief down here. Thousands of people are lining the roadways, heading uh, north from the, the World Trade Center towers just before the explosions. Uh, there were massive crowds of downtown workers and tourists. One tourist passed me at one point and said, I just want to get out of New York City. Well, that's very hard to do right now because tunnels and bridges are closed. The metro system has obviously been curtailed. Basically, the only cars you're seeing on the road right now are emergency vehicles. 
President Bush called the incidents acts of terror. One of the planes was a hijacked American Airlines 767 from Boston. At the Pentagon, there's word an aircraft crashed into a portion of that building, triggering a fire and evacuations. And CBS News correspondent Jim Stewart tells us... We've just received word from the FBI that a United Airlines flight has apparently crashed at Camp David, the home of uh, or the uh, retreat of the president. The FAA has shut down all U.S. airports. Right now, President Bush is in the air heading back to Washington from Florida. Warren Lustig of CBS's 60 Minutes is at New York's JFK. I spoke with Bernard and Kathy Anderson here from San Francisco at LaGuardia Airport waiting for their flight to leave back to San Francisco. They were told that their flight was canceled, that the airport was closed, and that they needed to evacuate immediately. I told Bernard Anderson what had happened because he didn't know, and he looked at me in puzzlement and said, so we're at war, aren't we? All this happening on the anniversary of the Camp David Accords. CBS News Update. I'm Steve Kathan. WCBS News Time 1112. You are listening to team coverage, continuing coverage here on WCBS 880. We're keeping you on top of uh, breaking developments as they happen, and there have been a lot of them this morning. One thing that remains unclear is why the twin towers of the World Trade Center, a half, apart, a half an hour apart from each other, collapsed. The planes crashed into the two towers at quarter to nine, five minutes after nine, and then it was 10 o'clock and 10.30 when the buildings collapsed. We thought perhaps the gas tanks of the planes might have exploded inside the building, but for something to come down completely the way those buildings did, the explosion would have had to come from underneath. Mayor Giuliani made his first statements on uh, New York One a little while ago. We, we listened in. He's trying to reassure New Yorkers that they are doing everything they can to try to get people out of the area as safely and orderly uh, manner as possible. He says if you are in Lower Manhattan, you have to try to get out as quickly as you can and in as orderly a fashion. If you are anywhere else, you should pretty much stay where you are and don't try to move. The question about getting out is where do you go? There really is no place to go because the bridges are closed, the tunnels are closed, the subways are completely stopped with New York City on a full terror alert. The only goal is to escape the smoke and the debris enveloping lower Manhattan. Mayor Giuliani asked about casualties is saying, I don't know yet. Right now, we simply have to focus on saving as many lives as possible. WCBS reporter Allison Keyes is in lower Manhattan, joins us live with the latest. I'm standing directly across the street from City Hall looking at where the World Trade Center used to be. It looks like a black hole, a war zone. There's paper and debris flying in the air. I'm standing in dust about three or four inches thick. Dazed people covered with soot are walking up and down the street. The police officers and fire officials are wearing masks and passing out masks and water to people. I must say the people here are being very helpful. People are panicking and crying. Other people are helping them get inside of buildings. As you know, uh, the building exploded twice as we were standing here. People were standing in the street trying to help the people that were exiting from the building. We heard a huge rumble when the first tower fell down. There was so much smoke, it was like a nuclear war. You absolutely couldn't see anything at all. Right now, the police are still trying to clear the area. It looks like an absolute war zone. People here just keep saying, we should have known this was going to happen. We should have been prepared for this, and now... Who knows? Reporting live from Lower Manhattan, Allison Keys, WCBS 8 News. WCBS Newstime 11:14. We're getting more information now. We told you that all major U.S. airports were shut down, and now Canadian airports are also shut down. It is easy to suspect that this plane crash this morning outside Pittsburgh may have had something to do with what's transpired here in New York and at the Pentagon this morning. A large plane, now reported to be a 747 jumbo jet, crashed at an airport about 80 miles outside Pittsburgh. 
Uh, there's no word who might have been aboard or what airline was involved, but it is noted the Somerset County Airport, that's Somerset County, Pennsylvania, where this happened is a small, rural facility that does not handle 747s. American Airlines is going to be having a statement of some kind at about 11.30 this morning, they say, because one of their planes apparently was involved in at least one of these events this morning. Uh, CBS News has reported that an American Airlines jet crashed into Camp David, the presidential retreat outside of Washington, D.C. President Bush, we assure you once again, was not in Washington or Camp David when any of this happened. He was in Florida this morning, speaking at an elementary school, and then shortly thereafter took off from Air Force One and we believe is in the air. Trading on Wall Street has been completely halted. There is no stock trading today in the United States. The Yankee game set for 7 o'clock tonight. Canceled. That won't take place. Uh, there are a host of other cancellations, including Primary Day in New York City and Nassau, and I believe as well Suffolk County. Uh, Primary Day has been, well, at least postponed at this point. You can't get in or out of the city, pretty much, particularly Manhattan. The tunnels are shut. The bridges are closed. The subways are shut down. Train service, LIRR, Metro North, no. You cannot get into the city. It is difficult to get out of the city. You should probably stay put, if at all possible, unless you are in lower Manhattan. Mayor Giuliani says the goal is to get you north of Canal Street and out of the way of all the soot and debris that is still falling. It is, in fact, raining as far away down on people in Brooklyn from the World Trade Center in lower Manhattan. Given all the confusion, perhaps it's reassuring to know that kids are exactly where they're supposed to be. Schools are being held. School has not been canceled in New York City, save for the few high schools in the area in lower Manhattan around where this occurred earlier this morning. Those schools are canceled. Children are only being let outside if they're with a parent. Otherwise, school is being held all over the city, but there are are a host of cancellations and evacuations all over the country. Uh, Pennsylvania, Colorado, New York State buildings closed. California is on a high state of alert now. Virginia, Navy installations are on high alert. New York City, of course, on what's described as a full terrorist alert. Manhattan is sealed off physically from the rest of the country. And we were asked to make this announcement. Uh, probably, most likely, you know about this by now if you're a New York City firefighter. But just in case you work the night shift and you're sleeping, a total recall is in effect. That means all firefighters and officers should report to duty. Emergency crews are needed in lower Manhattan. We have countless numbers of people who have likely been injured and we don't even know yet how many might have been killed. There are a lot of burn victims at St. Vincent's Hospital. Hundreds of them, we have been told they are preparing a, a massive emergency staging area at Bellevue Hospital. There are a lot of preparations that are underway. In fact, this is the kind of thing that had been planned and that we were telling you about in the years since the World Trade Center bombing in 1993, that there was a, a bunker, a city hall bunker set up for uh, emergencies such as this. And uh, Mayor Giuliani says that he is now operating out of that. WCBS News Time 1118. There's more coverage for you now from CBS. It was such an incredible explosion. It's hard to imagine the casualty figures won't rise. Yes, even when all this began two and a half hours ago, when an airplane hit a tower of the World Trade Center. You can imagine most people thought, oh my God, a horrible accident. But then about 18 minutes later, another airplane hit the other tower of the World Trade Center. So even there in lower Manhattan, I mean, they knew 
fairly quickly. This was no accident. Someone was attacking the two buildings, Cammie. And, and even just after the first explosion, which was a couple of hours ago or so, on the upper west side of Manhattan, which is a few miles from the World Trade Center, already there were emergency vehicles heading south from that area. So they, were, they immediately knew that there might be a lot of casualties, and emergency vehicles are still coming in from all over all parts of the city. Very close to the White House, CBS News Chief Washington correspondent Bob Schieffer is live. White House, but of course the White House itself uh, has been evacuated. But as you come into this area, the streets of Washington are filled with people. Many offices, many private businesses have closed for the day. People are out in the streets and they are... I would describe the mood this way. If these terrorists, Dan, wanted to get the attention of the United States, they have gotten it. And I must say, I think back to that line that uh, one of the Japanese admirals said after the attack on Pearl Harbor. He said, I fear we may have awakened a sleeping giant. From what I can tell and from what I talk to, uh, to people on the streets, the American people will not allow this to stand. This is a mood we're seeing on the streets of Washington that I have not seen in a long, long time. Now, to bring you up to date on some of the details, uh, all of the government buildings have been evacuated. Uh, members of the Armed Services Committee up at the Capitol have been called to a briefing. Uh, we know not where or how many people are being briefed. Uh, the Union Station, which is the uh, railroad station here in Washington, it has been evacuated. Uh, Let's hear the latest from CBS News. CBS News Update. I'm Nick Young. A series of devastating terrorist attacks on the U.S. In one, the two 110-story towers of New York City's World Trade Center have been destroyed. A portion of the Pentagon has been set on fire, and evacuations have been triggered from government buildings and businesses nationwide. In downtown New York, two hijacked planes were flown into the Trade Center towers this morning, causing flames and smoke to billow from the skyscrapers before subsequent explosions brought the buildings crashing to the streets below. Near the scene, CBS News correspondent Pamela McCall is standing by live. Pamela? Nick, I'm standing here watching ambulances go by. They're covered in about three inches of soot and ashes. It resembles the scene of a volcanic eruption with firemen and emergency personnel now donning face masks so that they can breathe through this. I'm looking down at the site of what used to be the World Trade Center Towers. They're both gone. People are still trickling out of this area. The business I was in using the landline is closed. Everybody wants to get home to their families. The true devastation of what's happened both here in New York uh, being revealed to the people through their radios as they stand on street corners in disbelief. Nick? Pamela, have you talked to anyone? Have they been able to shed any light on what happened that uh, led to this, what they saw at the time of these uh, devastating explosions? Most of the reports point to first an initial explosion, which brought a lot of people out of their offices, a lot of people in the street to see what happened. That's why we have so many people witnessing the passenger aircraft crashing into the tower. I spoke with one woman whose office is on the 102nd floor of this building. She had people inside there who were at a conference and phoned out because they knew that the building at least was on fire. They haven't been heard from since. They phoned out on cell phones. She lives across the street, spoke to me through glasses that are covered in soot, carrying her small dog, her friend in tow. She's got her cat in a bag. They're both looking for a place to stay tonight. I'm looking over upon the Statue of Liberty, the only site here that's not obscured in what's left of these two towers. CBS News correspondent Pamela McCall.
Well, the question is, here at WCBS 880, we're wondering, where do you go if you get out of lower Manhattan with all the bridges closed, the tunnels closed, the subways stopped? It's a big question mark at this point. Hopefully, some answers. Chris Majette in the traffic center. Mentioned the uh, the Lincoln Tunnel, GW Bridge, both shut down. There are two large trucks blocking the entrance to the outbound Holland Tunnel. All of the East River bridges and tunnels are closed. Now, we do have the Henry Hudson Bridge at the north tip of Manhattan. I am not sure at this point whether that is open or not, but uh, that would uh, be the northbound Henry Hudson Parkway that would cross over up into the Bronx and then up toward uh, Yonkers. But for uh, all intents and purposes, it does seem like everything is shut down. Subway service, as you mentioned, suspended. There is no city bus service uh, south of 14. Street. There is bus service, though, north of 14th Street. Metro trains, no uh, Metro North trains, excuse me, no service south of 125th Street. LIRR trains not running at all into or out of Manhattan. Jeff and Pat? All right, thanks a lot. And we do have word that ferries are carrying some of the victims from the World Trade Center attacks to Jersey City and safety. Police spokesmen don't have any estimates, but all Jersey City police officers have been asked to report to duty at 18th and Washington Streets. One person has been taken to Liberty Healthcare System in Jersey City, a spokeswoman says. No information available on that one person's condition. Unfortunately, as Mayor Giuliani says, he fears that the toll will be horrendous. He says he just wants to try to save as many lives as possible. Clearly, we will not be able to save all lives, and already there have been losses. We had word early this more, earlier this morning when it all first happened of actually people seeing bodies falling from the towers of, of the World Trade Center before they collapsed. The hospitals in New York City, of course, are preparing for lots of emergencies. Bellevue has has the largest emergency room in the city, and they are ready. There are a lot of burn victims already at St. Vincent's Hospital, but clearly the city isn't going to be able to handle it all, and that's why Jersey City is going to pitch in, too. Uh, there's quite a scramble going on in the sky right now because of international flights. International airlines are scrambling to divert or cancel flights to the U.S. in the wake of the attacks this morning. The cancellations and diversions are causing confusion and congestions all over Europe at airports. German authorities have ordered all their U.S.-bound flights by Lufthansa canceled. Other airlines Airlines have had planes turn around mid-flight, sending them to airports outside the country. Uh, so, for instance, in Canada, but now Canadian airports are being closed down, as well as major airports all over the U.S. WCBS News Time 1124. Let's recap what we know about this worst terror attack in U.S. history. The World Trade Center is gone. Both towers have collapsed. They were hit one after the other within 18 minutes of each other by separate planes earlier this morning, starting at about 10 minutes to 9. Nothing is now left of them. They collapsed sometime later. Lower Manhattan covered with smoke. Smoke is floating on de and debris over even into Brooklyn from there. And then it's also been going on in Washington, some of this terror. Another plane crashed into the Pentagon this morning, shortly after the crashes at the World Trade Center. We have a report that a plane may have crashed into Camp David, the presidential retreat. The president is not there. A large plane believed to be a 747 has crashed in western Pennsylvania at a small airport that doesn't handle 747s. This happened about 80 miles from Pittsburgh, and a car bomb exploded this morning outside the State Department. Federal buildings all over the country, in New York, in Washington have been evacuated, including the Capitol, the Treasury Building, the State Department, the Pentagon, and the White House, where guards with automatic guns are stationed outside. WCBS News Time 1126. Cammy McCormick of CBS uh, News joins quiet. us. I think a lot of people have gone indoors or are heading to the other side of Manhattan to get as far away from the scene as possible. Cammy, I'm going to give you now the first confirmed death tolls. The numbers will be higher than these. American Airlines just issued a statement at its headquarters in Fort Worth, Texas. Two American Airlines planes were hijacked today and crashed.
These are these are the terrorist attacks, killing 164 passengers and crew members. Federal authorities believe these were suicide attacks, so the terrorists also have died. But American Airlines is confirming 164 people killed. One of those planes is believed to have gone into one of the towers of the World Trade Center in New York. So we go back to that scene where the World Trade Center, both towers have collapsed. CBS News correspondent Pamela McCall. What do you see? Oh, bad phone line, and it's hard to keep communications in that area now. CBS News White House correspondent Peter Mayer has had quite a day because the White House, even though President Bush is not there, was suddenly evacuated. Peter Mayer, where are you now? Very suddenly evacuated. Dan, I'm in a metro station, a Washington subway station near the White House. Impossible to get cell phone service and uh, impossible almost to, to get through even on pay phones and, and regular phone lines from the downtown D.C. area. Secret Service officers with startled, grim expressions on their faces came into the White House and started yelling, get out, get out. And as we got out uh, onto the grounds of the White House, there was a lot of confusion, and they just kept shouting, get off the grounds. Then they herded us into uh, Lafayette Square across the street, and now the, uh, the ring around the White House is about three blocks. At the present time, there are Secret Service Uniform Division officers walking on the streets of Washington several blocks from the White House with uh, their machine guns uh, in open view at their shoulders, uh, some of them uh, also with their sidearms. Uh, this, of course, is a, a very unprecedented scene. Some people here on the streets of Washington, Dan, some older people are describing it as uh, something like Pearl Harbor. The United States certainly caught by surprise. Now, now Peter Mayer, you've worked at the White House for many years. I, I assume there there is an air defense system. Maybe they don't talk about it much, but in case there were a hijacked plane in the air, there's some way of trying to shoot it down. Well, there are air defense systems, and they don't talk about it a lot. But, Dan, I must say that in, in this instance, what we witnessed as we watched the, uh, the live uh, shots from the World Trade Center, uh, this was something that, that nothing uh, could have prevented. Uh, you know, if someone is determined to do something like this, uh, sadly, in this day and age, it's going to happen. Uh, we also, uh, I might say, uh, in, in ways of information, uh, saw a, a D.C. Fire Department officer on the street who told us that uh, the Washington, uh, D.C. Metropolitan Fire Department is on its highest state of alert, what they call a Code E, and that they've called all off-duty firefighters to work. That's well, they've done the same thing in New York City that they've done in Washington, calling all the firefighters on duty. It is a total recall of firefighters today. And WCBS reporter Allison Keyes is one of our reporters who has been in lower Manhattan uh, throughout the morning trying to give us a sense of what's going on. Allison? You still can't three, see through the smoke at all where the World Trade Center used to, used to stand. People in this area are dazed. We're frightened. Every time, every time something bumps, everybody runs for their lives. Because a few moments ago, or more like half an hour ago, there was a terrible rumble. And as you know, the top half of those towers came flying down. David LeClaire is a Port Authority cop. He says he was on the second floor. He was blown off of his feet by the force of the explosion and into a wall. He said when the lights went out inside of the building, he thought he was dead. He can't imagine that he got out. Another woman who was standing crying said she was at the corner of Broadway and Fulton, and she saw a man next to her killed by falling debris, by bricks. She said he was knocked down in the street. Before the building exploded, you could see some people either falling or leaping off of the top floors above the flames. 
is just a really devastating scene down here. I'm live in Lower Manhattan, Allison Keys, WCBS 880 News. Uh, police are now evacuating three passenger terminals at Newark Airport. And we, we have this from the Transit Authority. The following trains in Lower Manhattan are rerouted or suspended. The 1, the C, the A, suspended in Lower Manhattan. The A is now running via the F line from West 4th Street to J Street. And the Transit Authority says the E is suspended from World Trade Center to West 4th Street. The NR trains are running from DeKalb Avenue to Court Street. The L train is suspended from Chambers Street. All buses from Staten Island and Brooklyn are suspended. That's the latest on the transit picture. You still can't get out of Manhattan or into Manhattan if you want to try taking a bridge or a tunnel, though. Our team coverage continues now with WCBS reporter Peter Haskell, who is now on a ferry on the Hudson River. Well, we're having difficulty bringing you Peter Haskell. Certainly cell phone communications are difficult this morning with so right, many people making Sean calls. Sean Adams now joining us. Uh, still in Lower Manhattan, Sean? <laughs> Okay, let's try it. Sean, can you hear us? Yes, I certainly okay, can. Okay, good. Uh, I'm on Church Street there by Franklin. That's as far as the police will let me go. And what we can tell you is that uh, this is really just a time of uh, stunned disbelief for many people. Many people are just sitting outside. They're huddled around radios. They're in their cars. They're just listening for information. And a lot of people are trying to find out information that they can't get. Now, this is what we can tell you. Uh, from the time of the uh, impact and the fires to the time of the collapses, many people did get out. Robert Mansfield from Rockland County was up in the 80s uh, when the first plane hit. Uh, he saw it. He was knocked to the ground. He saw darkness, and then he was able to get out. When a plane hit, I was on the, uh, on the 82nd floor, and then there was a second explosion. I was in the lobby, and then when the tower came down, I was up here. I, I got out. I, I didn't see too many people behind me. But we do see many people coming up from lower Manhattan. They're covered head to toe in this thick uh, grayish soot. Uh, some of them have scrapes and bruises, but they are walking up. We saw a group of people walking downtown saying they were going to donate blood to the hospital uh, downtown. Uh, I don't know if that's a, a good idea right now for anyone to be heading downtown. Uh, the uh, federal building is ringed with police, uh, as is City Hall. Uh, jet fighters roaring over uh, lower Manhattan. Uh, the smoke is still uh, thick. It is viscous. Uh, it, is, it is an acrid, choking uh, sensation in the back of the throat, uh, and police are still desperate trying to get emergency vehicles in and also get them out to the hospitals. Live in Lower Manhattan, Sean Adams, WCBS 880 News. Well, we've uh, made more contact with Peter Haskell, who is on a ferry on the Hudson River right now. And, Pat, I don't know whether it's a cruel irony or not, but you look to the west and you see the Statue of Liberty, and then you look uh, to the east and you just see a huge plume of smoke still billowing upwards. We don't know if that's actually from a fire. It's a very light gray, almost like a chalk color, still uh, billowing upwards. There is smoke visible uh, all the way to the Hudson River, so that's several blocks heading west, and the wind is blowing from west to east, so that plume is blowing to the left. Uh, folks here are just getting to New Jersey. This is a spirit of New York cruises. They are running ferries for free uh, to Weehawken, we understand, and a lot of folks don't know how they're going to get home from Weehawken, but they just wanted to get off Manhattan Island. A lot of people who uh, walked up from downtown, from World Financial Center, and from other places uh, try to call home, let folks who care about them know that they're okay, and then just started walking. And then when they found out the spirit of New York cruises were going to be running to New Jersey, they piled onto the boat. People talking about, hey, anybody going to Harrison, anybody going to Montclair, anybody who might be able to get a ride, let's try to carpool, try to find a cab or a bus or something. So people just very anxious to get off Manhattan Island. And then once they get to New Jersey, they'll figure out what they're going to do. But it is just uh, watching here from the Hudson.
An absolutely chilling side where the Twin Towers Terror used to be. strikes the U.S. A special report from WCBS. Wherever new information is coming in about the plane that we told you, a 747 that crashed outside Pittsburgh, 80 miles outside Pittsburgh, at a small airport that is not designed to handle 747s. United Airlines confirms the flight was from Newark, New Jersey, to San Francisco, the one that crashed outside of Pittsburgh. Well, we are afraid that there likely were some local people on board if the plane had taken the plane had taken off from Newark en route to San Francisco and crashed near Pittsburgh. That's the word from United Airlines. A few minutes ago, we heard from American Airlines. They confirmed two of their planes, their term, were lost with 164 people aboard. One of them uh, from Boston to Los Angeles. That was Flight 11. We're not sure which building that one crashed into. It, it becomes such a jumble because we're hearing about so many of these things in such rapid succession this morning. Two planes into each, one into each tower of the World Trade Center, another plane into the Pentagon, and then Camp David. There was a crash of a plane into the Pentagon this morning, and the Camp David as well. President Bush not in Washington when these disasters struck. And perhaps the most chilling thing that we have heard this morning, police officials speaking to the Associated Press on condition of anonymity, uh, saying what we had feared, that the number of Trade Center casualties is still unknown, but could be in the thousands. WCBS News Time, 8.35. 11.35 on Tuesday morning, the 11th of September. You're listening to continuing team coverage here on WCBS, where we rejoin CBS now News' Pamela McCall. has erupted here. People are wearing masks over their faces to keep from choking on the smoke that's being blown around by winds that are picking up. The only thing that's clear from where I stand is the Statue of Liberty with a helicopter hovering around it. It looks a great distance away from this scene as yet more emergency vehicles pile into this devastated area. Dan? Thanks, Pamela McCall. Obviously, reporters in that area are wondering how many people were killed, how many people were injured. The mayor says there's been horrendous loss of life in New York City. One police official tells reporters he fears thousands. Thousands of people have been killed and, and injured. We don't know for sure. Hospitals are busy. Ambulances moving this way and the other. Now, as for the air crash that occurred in western Pennsylvania, in the Pittsburgh area, about 80 miles away near Somerset County Airport, United Airlines says that was a United Airlines plane. The flight from Newark, New Jersey to San Francisco, Flight 93. Now, apparently it was hijacked. That's not fully confirmed. It apparently was not used or in the end did not crash into some landmark building, but instead crashed into the ground not far from Somerset County Airport in western Pennsylvania. Unfortunately, it seems that all aboard have died and we don't know the numbers yet. So again, from American Airlines, 164 people confirmed killed. Two planes went down, AA Flight 77, Washington to L.A., and AA Flight 11 from Boston to LAX to Los Angeles. Those planes were hijacked. Those planes crashed. American Airlines says 164 people killed. One of those planes apparently went into one of the buildings of the World Trade Center in New York. Not far from there right now. The buildings have collapsed. But not far from there is CBS News correspondent Cami McCormick. What do you see, Cami? Well, Dan, we don't see much now. We're seeing a lot of people run past here. We've just been told we have to evacuate because there is a gas leak in this area. I assume they're going to have a lot of problems like this throughout the day. All of the businesses, I'm um, several blocks from the World Trade Center. All the businesses have closed. You see people on bikes running uh, past me. Even the emergency personnel are clearing out. So sure. And after an well. right, okay. After an explosion, you could indeed have a gas leak because all the pipes are broken. So I hope you'll call again from the next place you can safely get to, Cammy. Sure will. 
All right, okay, Dan Revive from CBS News, along with Cami McCormick. You're listening to Team Coverage continuing here on WCBS 880. I'm Pat Carroll. I'm Jeff Kaplan. I want to tell you about the school situation in New York City. We have a list to bring you, so listen closely if your kids are at school this morning. PS and IS 89 and PS 234 have been moved to PS 41 on West 11th Street. PS 150 students moved to PS 3 at Christopher and Hudson. Murray Bertram High School is closed. The High School for Leadership and Public Service is closed. In Mineola, in Queens, afternoon activities are canceled. Also in Queens Temple, Israel of Jamaica has canceled its afternoon programs. Now on Long Island. West Babylon closed. New York Institute of Technology closed. We have early dismissals to tell you about in Lindenhurst Public Schools in Suffolk, Deer Park School District, East Islip School District. And that's with afternoon activities uh, canceled. Comac schools are canceling classes with early dismissal evening activities canceled. East there. Islip schools in Suffolk are going to have afternoon child care, but their activities are canceled. And in Connecticut, Wilton Public Schools in Fairfield are closing at noon today. Most of the New York City schools are staying open, as was the plan right through the day. Only the few affected in the area around uh, where the planes crashed into the World Trade Center and where the debris is There were three high schools. And there is no uh, primary election today in New York City or Suffolk or Nassau counties because of the need for police officers and emergency personnel and city officials to to be helping out with the situation here. Again, the shocking and feared word from one city official on condition of anonymity to the Associated Press. It's feared that the casualties will be in the thousands. And one set of casualties that we heard about in just the past few minutes, uh, one of the flights that crashed, the 747 that uh, augured in in Pittsburgh, uh, about 80 miles from Pittsburgh, was flying out of Newark to San Francisco. That was a United Airlines jet. WCBS News Time, 1140. Our coverage continues now. Terror strikes the U.S. A special report from WCBS. CBS News Update. I'm Howard Ehrenstein. An unprecedented, coordinated wave of apparent terrorist attacks have hit the United States, mainly focused on New York City and Washington. Hundreds, if not thousands, of lives have been lost. In Manhattan, planes crashed into both towers of the World Trade Center. Law enforcement sources say at least four planes have been hijacked. One plane leaving Newark, New Jersey, is believed to have crashed near Camp David, the presidential retreat. Correspondent Pamela McCall is live on the streets of New York. I'm standing a matter of blocks away from what's left of these towers. Smoke fills the air, as do the sound of sirens. More and more ambulances are traveling down the highway next to the Hudson River trying to get into this scene. A few moments ago, we had to evacuate. There's fear of a gas leak. We don't know how many people are injured. One for sure, four feet away from me, a fireman has just been strapped to a gurney, taken away, his face covered in soot. It's suspected terrorist ringleader Osama bin Laden ordered these attacks on the anniversary of the Middle East Camp David Accords. One of the hijacked planes crashed into the Pentagon. Correspondent Bob Fuss is there. Huge amounts of smoke, uh, black and gray, still pouring out of the Pentagon. Uh, it's still some time now after this plane crashed into it. A witness said that the plane crashed in above the ground level. He thought about the second or third floor went well into the building. Terrorism expert Neil Livingstone calls this an act of war. This is Pearl Harbor. We've been attacked by, by what we presume to be uh, foreign uh, uh, terrorists, probably backed by or certainly given uh, refuge by various countries. And I think Americans have to realize they're at war. Both towers of the World Trade Center have collapsed completely. CBS News Update. I'm Howard Ehrenstein. On WCBS 880, it's 1142, 72 degrees, a partly sunny, beautiful day.
but a lot of smoke in the air and a lot of horror in people's minds after what's been happening. Our reporters are stationed all over New York City. We have the resources of CBS News at our beck and hall call over the country with the situation in Pittsburgh. There's Camp David, Washington, D.C. Let's go live now to Dan Rather in the CBS right now, TV network. Uh, the president en route to a location where he can be assured of secure communications in contact with all of the officers that he needs to be in touch with. And again, Dan, uh, we should be hearing from, from our people just as soon as they take the wraps off of this, exactly uh, where they are and uh, what the immediate plan is. Dan? John Robertson, Washington, of course, is concerned about uh, how the government operates in Washington, but make no mistake, uh, the center of this story today, these terrorist attacks, uh, is at the tip of Manhattan where the World Trade Center's both of the Twin Towers, 110 stories up, both have collapsed. No one is making light of what's happened in Washington. Uh, something happened to the Pentagon, an aircraft crashed uh, at or right into the Pentagon, unclear exactly where, uh, unclear whether anybody was uh, killed. Some people were hurt at the Pentagon. Uh, an early report from a uh, government official that a car bomb exploded outside the State Department was later denied by the federal uh, securities operation uh, that the FBI, uh, an FBI official told Jim Stewart that a plane crashed uh, near Camp David, the presidential retreat in Maryland. But now uh, there's some question as to what all that was about. Uh, as, as one would expect in the early hours, uh, there is confusion about the facts. But, uh, and, uh, a, a known fact uh, is that there's been a terrible loss of life. How much no one knows. The mayor of New York says a tremendous loss of life. A New York City police official who didn't want to be quoted said that he thought that the a loss of life in the World Trade Center collapse, you're looking at a live picture of it now with this Empire State Building in the foreground and the, the smoke over the Hudson and the great New York Harbor. Uh, smoke in the nostrils of the Statue of Liberty, literally, uh, that the loss of life here may be, according to police official, uh, in the many thousands, unquote, but that is not known. Now, authorities are on the alert from coast to coast, halting uh, all air traffic, evacuating high-profile buildings, and tightening security at strategic facilities following these attacks on the World Trade Center in New York uh, and the Pentagon. Uh, four airplanes uh, are now confirmed to have been hijacked uh, this morning, whether it was one of those hijacked planes that hit the Pentagon. This is a live picture of the Pentagon, the first attack in the history of the United States Defense Department since it moved into this uh, huge, sprawling Pentagon building uh, in Washington. Uh, as you can see, uh, there's, there's considerable smoke which may or may not indicate considerable damage. Much like you can uh, see outside your window in New York City, unfortunately. This morning, it's 11.45, and our live coverage continues on WCBS 880. CBS News confirms that in addition to the planes we know about, that American Airlines reports two additional flights unaccounted for. A 7.57 from Washington Dulles Airport to L.A., and a 7.67 from Boston. Destination unknown. We are not clear if these, perhaps, are planes that have crashed into some of these installations, and, and uh, we just don't know the identity of the planes, or if they are additional planes, that simply it's not known what's become of them at this point. Of course, we're following it closely at WCBS. Certainly, there's a lot of consternation at the airports, which have all been closed down. WCBS reporter Mike Zirinax at this moment is live at LaGuardia. Yeah, much of LaGuardia Airport now a ghost town, a virtual ghost town. Uh, I'm uh, in front of the American Airlines terminals right now on the other side of the road here, where hundreds of people uh, are gathered, uh, wondering what to do next. They 
really don't know where to go, what to, what to do next. They're looking for transportation out of here. And presently, not enough buses or limos or taxis to take them where they may want to go. Many of these people were heading to other countries, other states, and uh, don't have hotel rooms, don't have homes here. They just don't know what to do. They're, they're gathered uh, in the center of the roadway on green areas, just sitting, waiting, talking to one another. Uh, a real sense of confusion and loss right now among uh, passengers and workers, people wondering uh, uh, what's going to happen next. Uh, again, all the buildings have been evacuated. Uh, total disbelief is what I'm getting, a lot of confusion. Um, many unable to find transportation, uh, hundreds electing to walk to nearby hotels. Uh, I've never seen anything like it before. Uh, this particular man, uh, like hundreds of others, just unsure what to do next. I don't know what we're going to do. We're, we're here supposedly for the week for business. Um, city shut down. They've uh, locked down everything. Airspace is closed out. Uh, so there's no outbound. There's no inbound. Uh, getting into the city is not a possibility because everything... At least one of the flights that uh, left uh, left Boston uh, on its way to, we believe, New York City and the World Trade Center. There's a news conference going on now. And uh, let's listen in live to that news conference uh, broadcast on CNN. That, I don't know what that means. Doesn't mean have any connotation here at Logan Airport. What about planes that are flying in here? Are they being rerouted somewhere else? Fly, uh, aircraft were flying into Logan Airport. Uh, we did take some arrivals, but now since the airport is shut down, uh, these flights will be diverted to uh, uh, Canada. They're not taking flights either, were they? Are you screening for another area, yes. Uh, this is a news conference taking place at Logan Airport in Boston. Which One is of the where lost American Airlines flights was Flight 11 from Boston to L.A., and we believe that's one of the ones that went into one of the World Trade Center towers. We got word in the past few minutes that the U.S.-Canadian border has been closed down between, well, New York State and Canada. No one can come into the country via those crossings. There, It's unclear whether you can leave the U.S. and head into Canada this morning. WCBS News Time, 1148. You're listening to live, continuous team coverage here on WCBS 880 of what is no doubt the worst terror attack in U.S. history. In fact, people are calling it an act of war, much as when Pearl Harbor was attacked by the Japanese. Well, first, of course, there's the fear for lost lives. NYPD officials say there may have been thousands of casualties in lower Manhattan when the Twin Towers collapsed. Uh, then there are the little procedural problems. Uh, for instance, Con Ed reporting that due to equipment problems in lower Manhattan related to what's going on at the World Trade Center, electric service between West Street and the Hudson River south of Chambers has been suspended. Gas and steam service in that area also interrupted. Con Ed crews are continuing to work closely with all the emergency teams that have been flocking into lower Manhattan. This Mayor morning. Giuliani has been saying that uh, if you are anywhere but lower Manhattan, you should stay where you are. If you're in lower Manhattan, try to get out in as orderly a way as possible to get north of Canal Street and get away from all the dust and soot from the burning and collapsing buildings of the World Trade Center towers. And he is saying that he fears there will be a great loss of life and that he's going to try to save as many lives as possible. 50,000 people work or worked at the World Trade Center before the collapse. Then there were those milling about on the street in nearby buildings who might have been surprised by the shower of debris when both of those towers separately came down within a half an hour of each other after the original plane crashes. And there were untold dozens and dozens, more than 150 on the planes that crashed into the towers. Of course, 
likely they are dead as well. WCBS News Time 1149. It's a bright sunny day, 72 degrees in Central Park. Sun is mixing with some clouds is our forecast today. Much lower humidity. There was not a forecast of so much smoke and soot in lower Manhattan. Stay with us. Our coverage will continue throughout the day here on WCBS 880. Terror strikes the U.S. A special report from WCBS. CBS News Update. I'm Ed Crane. The East Coast remains in chaos after an apparent series of terror attacks today in New York and Washington, D.C. The targets, the Twin Towers of New York's World Trade Center and the Pentagon across the Potomac from the Capitol. The first attacks began about 8.40 this morning when a plane believed to have been a hijacked American Airlines flight bound for Los Angeles out of Boston slammed into one of the Twin Towers. 18 minutes later, another commercial plane slammed into the second of the 110-story buildings. Within two hours, both of those mammoth buildings Buildings collapsed. Catherine Abadi watched it all unfold. Everyone's terrified. Every time we hear a plane go over, we think it's another bombing. WCBS-TV reporter John Slattery has been on the scene as well. People started screaming. Many people started crying. There were people hugging each other. And every time they saw a, a person jump to his death, uh, there, there were people who were just grabbing hold of each other and sobbing and wiping their faces and wiping their tears. It's an unbelievable scene here. And just before 10 this morning, another plane crashed into the Pentagon with what is described as a tremendous loss of life. A portion of the building collapsed. A second plane, which officials believe was targeting the Pentagon, was forced down by American F-16 fighter planes, we're told, near Camp David in Maryland. It's unclear if there were injuries in that incident. The FAA has grounded all flights from all U.S. airports. Some planes in the air have been diverted to Canada. American Airlines confirms that two of its planes are missing. United says two of its flights are also missing, and there are reports that the second plane that slammed into the World Trade Center was one of United's. An aircraft that appeared to have been a 737 jet. United also says one of its planes apparently crashed in western Pennsylvania this morning about 85 miles from the Pittsburgh airport. President Bush was in Florida making an appearance at a school when all of this unfolded. Mr. Bush was believed to have been heading back to Washington this morning. Let's go live now to White House correspondent Mark Noller in Sarasota. Mark? That's exactly right. The president was in a uh, school in Sarasota, Florida. Uh, the uh, Emma Booker Elementary School he was uh, on a day of uh, reading and education events. But uh, a top aide, uh, White House Chief of Staff Andy Card, whispered in the president's ear, informing him of the incident. The president made a quick announcement uh, directing that the full resources of the federal government be made available to conduct a full-scale investigation to hunt down those responsible for this act. The president vowed, in his words, terrorism against our nation will not stand. Mr. Bush went immediately to the uh, Sarasota Bradenton airport to get on Air Force One for what we believe was a flight back to Washington, but we are not sure. The Secret Service may have decided uh, en route that it may not be safe for the president to go to Washington. We do not know until Air Force One lands where it will land, and so we are watching for that. That's Mark Noller in Sarasota, Florida. We're also told that a number of federal buildings, including the State Department, have been evacuated. Federal uh, employees have been given the day off today. The World Trade Center was packed with tens of thousands of workers when the attacks unfolded this morning, and New York City police sources are telling WCBS-TV in New York that the number of casualties may be in the thousands. Who is responsible? Reuters quotes an Arab journalist with ties to terrorist leader Osama bin Laden as saying that he boasted weeks ago that he and his followers would carry out an unprecedented attack on U.S. interests for America's support of Israel. Today's attack comes on the 21st anniversary of the Camp David Accords. CBS News Update. I'm Ed Crane. On WCBS 880, it's 11.53, and let's review with you exactly what we 
we have here. Uh, the terrorist attacks in Manhattan have thus far shut down some subway lines. Cell phone service is crippled. There have been a lot of people in lower Manhattan lining up to use the pay phones. It's forced the evacuations from Wall Street to the United Nations of buildings. The mayor closed lower Manhattan, in fact, to make way for emergency vehicles. Thousands of people left by walking across the Brooklyn Bridge. Primary day is canceled. The airports closed. Trading on Wall Street suspended. And there's word from the Federal Reserve to reassure any jittery traders because of what's going on that the Fed will provide all the liquidity needed uh, in order to keep the system afloat. What they don't want to see is people taking money out of the bank and sticking it under the mattress because of all this. Uh, the United Nations building was evacuated at about 10.30 this morning. Offices throughout Manhattan closed. Kids kept in their schools because parents couldn't get to them at every payphone. As we've been saying, people have been lined up a dozen deep to call loved ones. Of course, a lot of them had to hang up in frustration after they got busy signals. Cell phone service throughout Manhattan has been interrupted. Regular phone service congested. Many callers had to dial repeatedly to get through. AT&T shut down its entire phone and communication system in Manhattan. And then there's the question about the traffic. What do you do once you escape lower Manhattan and all the smoke and debris and soot? Where do you go? The bridges and tunnels have been closed, though people are being allowed to leave outbound. There were uh, large traffic jams reported outbound uh, entering the New Jersey Turnpike earlier this morning. We'll update you on the traffic situation in just a few moments. No tolls were being collected. The idea, just get them out. Hundreds of cars and trucks stuck in the bridges and tunnels trying to get into the city. Rockefeller Center, favorite tourist destination? Among the buildings where property manners have, managers have been urging the tenants to go home. So as you can see, uh, life is pretty much at a standstill here in Manhattan. Perhaps there is a way that people are trickling out of Manhattan now. We'll check with the traffic center. And here's Chris Majed. What are you finding out now? Well, I can tell you one of those ways that the traffic is not moving is the, the Cross Bronx Expressway. Since the GW Bridge is completely stopped both ways, the uh, eastbound lanes of the Cross Bronx are empty, and the westbound Cross Bronx is an absolute parking lot. Now, looking at the, uh, the LIE, traffic is hardly moving because they're not letting anybody come from Nassau County into Queens on that westbound LIE. So in in the city near the fairgrounds, the LIE is uh, basically deserted. Same thing with the Grand Central Parkway. Of course, the bridges and the tunnels you know about. Numerous uh, subway lines have been suspended and rerouted. All buses from uh, Staten Island and Brooklyn have also been suspended. The Tappan Zee Bridge has an exodus of people leaving Westchester and heading for Rockland County. The Tappan Zee Bridge is open, but it's uh, moving a bit slowly heading into Rockland County. Not too many cars coming into Westchester. So uh, that's the, the traffic picture at this point. All right. Thanks, Chris Maj yet. Uh, we also have uh, business news for you this morning. Ken Pruitt from the Wall Street Journal wasn't even able to get in to work this morning, so he came here. Uh, Ken, uh, the Fed has just announced they're ready to provide liquidity. What does that mean, especially with the markets closed and all the jitters we're seeing? Well, that means there's plenty of money in the banking system, and there's no reason for you to run down with your passbook and try to get your money out. The Fed is just sort of hand-holding here. None of the markets are open, right? As NASDAQ as was going to try and open, weren't they? They were going to try, because really, uh, NASDAQ trading is done on a bank of computers up in Trumbull, Connecticut. They're well away from uh, the Wall Street area, but uh, the Securities and Exchange Commission has pretty much closed everything. I assume that means commodities, too. Is there any word about tomorrow, how they're going to handle no. the situation? Certainly, the New York Stock Exchange, there's probably nobody there this morning. There probably is nobody there. They evacuated that building right away. Uh, they never started the trading, did no. they, correct? no. Okay, so what do we have to look forward to tonight? Will there be anything more from the Fed to reassure the banking system? Well, that, that's a big part of the Federal Reserve's job. If you call, recall after the uh, stock market crash of 87, that's the first thing Alan Greenspan said, and he'd only been in office a few weeks, is we're going to provide liquidity, there's plenty of money, there's no reason for anybody to worry.
All right, thanks a lot. Ken Pruitt from the Wall Street Journal here in our studios at WCBS because, well, you can't work at the Wall Street. Where's your office located? We're up uh, in the World Financial Center, which is right across West Street from the World Trade Center. Our building was evacuated uh, right after this happened, and we don't know where our people are. That's the chilling thing that so many people are going through today. You, you can't get off Manhattan, and just about everybody in our office is from either New Jersey or Connecticut. So, you know, they weren't able to get home. Yeah, they're, we just don't know where they they're are. Waiting we assume somewhere. they're on foot heading here. Yeah. All right, thanks a lot, Ken Pruitt from the Journal, WCBS Newstime, 1158. We were hearing that ferries were carrying some of the victims from the World Trade Center attacks to Jersey City. Uh, one person was taken to a hospital in Jersey City. No, nothing available on that person's condition. Uh, we do know that one NYPD official who didn't want his name used has told the Associated Press that casualties are likely in the thousands in lower Manhattan. And there's word that uh, Secretary of State Colin Powell is cutting short an overseas trip and is heading back to the United States. President Bush, who was in Florida this morning, is uh, heading back aboard Air Force One. He was not in Washington when uh, the terror struck this morning, nor at Camp David, where CBS News has reported that another plane crashed. The earlier. question is, where would President Bush go to? The White House right now has armed guards with machine guns standing outside at the ready, and it's a question of whether it's safe for the President of the United States to be at his home and official office. Uh, it remains to be seen. He took off uh, probably about 10 o'clock this morning from Sarasota, Florida on Air Force One. Well, it's likely we're not going to find out the safest thing for him is for a no one to know exactly where he is. Certainly. Our coverage continues on WCBS 880, WCBS News Time 1159. We wish we didn't have to stay here this long. I'm Jeff Kaplan. I'm Pat Carroll. And good morning, I'm Susan Kennedy. Here's what we know so far about the worst terror attack in U.S. history. New York on full terror alert. The bridges, the tunnels, subway lines all shut down and the World Trade Center is gone. Police officials are saying casualties may number in the thousands. Mayor Giuliani says there was no warning. What is known up to this point is up to 50,000 people work in the World Trade Center Twin Towers. Both towers hit by planes within 18 minutes of each other. And then the buildings collapse. Nothing is left of those buildings right now. President Bush says that we will find out who did this. We are on full alert. You're listening to WCBS New York, an infinity broadcasting station. Your favorite radio station for traffic and weather together and CBS News. WCBS News Time, 12 noon. CBS News, I'm Christopher Glenn. The nightmare is real. A coordinated wave of terrorist attacks has taken perhaps thousands of American lives. What used to be the World Trade Center towers... They're both gone. In New York City, two aircraft crashed into the upper floors of both World Trade Center towers, and both towers collapsed not long after. CBS News correspondent Pamela McCall was near the scene when one of the towers fell. I'm standing here watching ambulances go by. They're covered in about three inches of soot and ashes. It resembles the scene of a volcanic eruption with firemen and emergency personnel now donning face masks so that they can breathe through this. 50,000 people worked in the twin structures, and Mayor Rudolph Giuliani fears the worst. Some horrendous number of lives lost. I don't think we know yet, but, but right now, we have to just focus on saving as many people as possible. But the Trade Center attacks were only the beginning. A plane crashed into the Pentagon, collapsing the building's west wing. A plane crashed in the vicinity of Camp David, the presidential retreat in Maryland. An airliner crashed some miles outside Pittsburgh. CBS News correspondent Jim Stewart says it's believed several commercial airliners were 
hijacked for use in the various attacks. We are told that there were four hijackings. Uh, the detail that we've been given thus far on those hijackings is American Flight 11, which is described as a 757 uh, from Boston to the West Coast, uh, United Flight 175 out of Dulles International Airport outside of Washington, D.C., American Flight 77 from Dulles to Los Angeles, and United Flight 93, which apparently was uh, from Newark en route to San Francisco. All U.S. air traffic has been suspended. Stock markets and financial exchanges are closed. President Bush was speaking in Florida. He's believed now to be headed back to the Washington area. Let's get a live update uh, on the situation in the nation's capital from uh, CBS News reporter Tom Foti. Tom? This capital city has seen nothing like this in decades, if ever. Every major government building evacuated. People by the thousands milling around the downtown streets as emergency vehicles try to make their way through gridlock traffic. President Bush on his way back from that trip to Florida, Vice President Cheney's whereabouts kept secret, but set to be safe. The same for leaders of Congress. This following the attack on the Pentagon, a section of which was destroyed and continues to burn. Huge amounts of smoke, uh, black and gray, still pouring out of the Pentagon. Uh, it's still some time now after this plane crashed into it. A witness said that the plane crashed in above the ground level. He thought about the second or third floor went well into the building. Lots of smoke still coming out, and lots of Pentagon workers, uniformed and civilian, still coming away from the building, most of them on foot, the only way they have to leave the area. Bob uh, CBS News outside the Pentagon. And this is CBS News. Now you can dial a diamond and save half by calling Empire Diamond at 1-800-SAVE-HALF. If you're in the market for a solitaire engagement ring anniversary or an investment diamond, then shop around, get your best price, and then dial a diamond at 1-800-SAVE-HALF. Empire will advise you on size, shapes, and values. They'll sell you diamonds directly from the source without a middleman's markup. These diamonds are guaranteed to be priced at half the retail price. A diamond certification by the Gemological Institute of America will be faxed or mailed to you. For for qualified buyers, your diamond will be sent to your home or office for free 10 days no obligation inspection. Upon your satisfaction, you then pay for your purchase and get a 60-day money-back guarantee. Empire Diamond, located in the Empire State Building for over a half a century, guarantees the lowest priced diamonds. 10-day free inspection and a money-back guarantee. Save over half on your diamonds. Call 1-800-SAVE-HALF. That's 1-800-S-A-V-E-H-A-L-F. Terror Strikes the U.S. A special report from WCBS. A day we won't soon forget. New York on full terror alert. And so is the rest of the United States. Good morning. I'm Susan Kennedy. It is uh, 12.04 in New York City, which essentially is closed. I'm Tony Guida. It happened just before 9 o'clock this morning when a plane flew into the north side of one of the towers of the World Trade Center. And then 18 minutes later, another plane flew into the side of the second tower. Both towers collapsed. Nothing is left of the World Trade Center towers now. Then the attacks continued. Attacks in Washington, the State Department, the Pentagon. Airlines are telling us that their planes have been hijacked to, to uh, carry out this targeted, well-orchestrated attack. The entire country is now on alert. We have reporters in the scenes here in New York, and we want to go first now to WCBS reporter Allison Keyes, who is near the World Trade Center. Allison? 
All right, we're having a little trouble hearing Allison. We'll try and reestablish contact Here's with late her. Here's word from United Airlines confirming that a second United plane has crashed, location not given. United Airlines saying it is, quote, deeply concerned about a second flight, a Boeing 767 headed from Boston to Los Angeles. All right, we're going to try and reestablish contact right now with Allison Keyes. Allison Keyes is in the World Trade Center area, and Allison, tell us what you're seeing right now. All right, well, we apologize for that. We're having some phone line problems right now. As you can imagine, the phone lines are going a little bit crazy right now. Cell phone lines as well as regular phone lines as well. We will touch base with Allison just as soon as we can. In the meantime, there has been a lot of speculation about who might have carried out this attack. And many of the experts are saying that there is there are just a handful of terrorist groups who are capable of doing something of this magnitude. One name seems to keep coming to mind, and that is Osama. Osama bin Laden on the WCBS Newsline with us right now is terrorism expert Harvey Kushner. Thanks for joining us right now. What do you think? Well, you know, you guys said it, Osama bin Laden. I just sat through the embassy bombing trial. I was involved in the defense of um, Khalees Mohammed. Uh, I didn't want him to be executed because I felt it would cause an incident like this. But I sat through almost a year's worth of testimony uh, painting a picture of Osama bin Laden's network worldwide and the threats that he's made against uh, the, the United States. So uh, on my short list, and I'm sure everybody's short list, uh, Osama is, is number one. But what's frightening about this, this picture is that uh, the amount of technology, the amount of money, the amount of planning to pull something like this off is just, in the annals of terrorism, this is the first time we've ever visited such a horror. Were there any advance warnings of this that you've I, heard of? Look, you know, um, I remember I was also involved, unfortunately, in a civil litigation against the Port Authority the World Trade Center. And back in 1989, they were warned that you couldn't park a bomb beneath that building because it could blow up. But to answer your question, yes, there were some advance warnings. Uh, just the other day, um, Americans were told in Japan and uh, Korea to, to be vigilant because there's threats against them. Osama's been raising the rhetoric ever since the USS Cole bombing and ever since the conviction in the embassy bombing trials that he would try to take a swipe at us. So, but, but, but to think, to think that it could be pulled off in this manner is, is beyond belief. I mean, Harvey, on that point, yeah. it sounds like you're suggesting that even after all we know mm -hmm. about Osama bin Laden and his network, that our intelligence, and correct me if I'm making a false assumption here, mm -hmm. but it sounds like you're saying that we continue to underestimate this man and his network. I think we underestimate the threat against the United States, absolutely, Tony. I mean, when you think about it, that uh, the temerity of, of people to strike back at the World Trade Center and to actually level it. Think of what this is going to do to the American psyche. Think of what this does to the shock of the public, not only to every New Yorker, but to every American, both here and worldwide. And for us to, for years, know that there's been a threat. We've seen our coal get blown almost out of the water. Not to put rigorous security in at our airports, Tony, it is unconscionable. But it, 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 it's, it's amazing. I mean, I fly regularly, and I see breaches of security almost every day. And, I mean, to, get, to allow people to get on a plane like this, if in fact it was hijacking, it, it, is, it, it is so, so bad. I mean, when you think about it, uh, uh, let me just paint one picture for you that I think is a possibility. I cannot believe that uh, a pilot 
would purposely crash it in, even with a gun held to his head. I would venture to say that this plane was hijacked by operatives who killed the pilot and took the plane over themselves and flew it into the building. I mean, you want me to speculate? That's what I would say at this point in time, because, you know, I, I was in Washington and Virginia well, this spring playing some tabletop exercises on what could happen if a biological event is unleashed in New York or in Washington. And nobody, but nobody thought of hatching the plot such as this. And then, by the way, Ramsey Yosef, the mastermind of the bombing of the World Trade Center, prior to his blowing up the Trade Center, was trying to hatch a plot involving 11 Harvey, or 12... we're going to have to ask you to hold on for just a second because we want to rejoin uh, the CBS Network News for more on this situation. Terror strikes the U.S. A special report from WCBS. CBS News update on Howard Ehrenstein. A wave of coordinated terrorist attacks has hit the United States. At least four planes have been hijacked. Two planes destroyed the World Trade Center in Manhattan. One plane crashed into the Pentagon. Another crashed near Camp David in Maryland. There's been massive loss of life, but no exact figures are available. Correspondent Carol Marine was near the scene of the New York explosions. All of a sudden, there was a roll, an explosion, and we could see coming at us a ball of flame stories high. He and others screamed, run, and I ran. She was following the orders of a firefighter. It's believed the mastermind of these attacks is the notorious Osama bin Laden. Reporter Jim Bohannon just got back from the street here in the Capitol. Downtown Washington, D.C. is utter chaos right now, a total gridlock. Outside Lafayette Park, the big park directly across the street from the White House, uniformed Secret Service agents are wielding machine guns. And overhead, several times, I have heard the whine, the unmistakable whine of jet fighters. Correspondent Jim Stewart says government and officials were taken completely by surprise. Normally, there would be a war room uh, and a uh, situation room, I should say, at the Pentagon. But the Pentagon has never been attacked before in the history of this country and uh, is in, not in a position, apparently, uh, to coordinate events there now. So much of what's happening in terms of a response to these events is being coordinated out of the FBI. What to do? Here's a woman on a Chicago street. Retaliate. Just do whatever we have to do in order to get these people back. They killed innocent people, and it's not right. CBS News Update. I'm Howard Ehrenstein. Heard live here, WCBS 880. We are also getting reports from Allison Keyes, our reporter who is in the area where the World Trade Center towers have collapsed uh, after the plane struck them, that hundreds of police officers are now being sent to that area to help look for survivors. Keep it right here at WCBS 880. We have team coverage for you. We want to go back to the WCBS Newsline right now. And uh, Harvey Kushner, well, Harvey, we were talking a little bit about uh, the response in other parts of the world. There are reports that there is dancing in the streets of some of the communities, Palestinian communities in the Middle East specifically. And uh, how does the United States respond to this? Well, that's just it. You know, uh, after you remember our embassy bombings, uh, President Clinton responded by uh, sending uh, Tomahawk missiles into Afghanistan and, and Sudan. Uh, this is probably has some linkage to what's going on in Israel. You know, over the past year, the activities in Israel were, and Osama bin Laden's rhetoric was mainly to keep it inside Israel, but there's been rumors and there's been discussions in the last six months that he's looked to ratchet up the Middle East experience, not only in the West Bank, in Israel proper, but also inside the United States. So uh, one would speculate. But let me just, just say this. I think it needs to be said to those listening to this broadcast. If you remember after Oklahoma City, people were very quick to jump and say that it was Middle Eastern terrorists that um, 
were involved in that particular thing, and it turned out to be Tim McVeigh and, and some others. With this, we're, we're speculating um, about Osama bin Laden because, if, you know, if we had a short list of people who have the capability, he comes up as numero uno in that, in that sense. But at this point in time, if I'd had a bet good money, I would say that uh, this seems to me something that within the framework of, of what these people are capable of doing, uh, I mean, in terms of, of hatching something like this. And I said before you broke uh, that uh, back before the World Trade Center case, Ramsey Yosef, who was the mastermind of the World Trade Center bombing in, in back in 93, tried to hijack 11 planes. And he tried to do something like this. Uh, fortunately for us, it was foiled. So this is not something new that uh, people such as Ramsey Yosef and others from that area of the world have, um, you know, tried and, you know, talked about. We are going to have to wait and see. You're right. Who claims responsibility or who proves to have been uh, the uh, center of focus that uh, instigated this attack? But I guess the bottom line is this shows how vulnerable the United States is. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, years ago, people would call up and say there's a bomb in the building and claim responsibility. Uh, today, in the jargon of the terrorists, uh, they say let the target speak for itself. And clearly this target speaks for itself, not only in terms of the symbol of America, but in terms of what group have tried to take it down before. And you know, it's interesting, when Ramsey also was flown back uh, to the United States to stand trial, as he flew over there with two federal officers, he looked and said, if I only had a little more explosives, I could take them down the towers. Well, unfortunately, somebody with the willpower and, and the desire has. And it's a terrible day. It's a Pearl Harbor of terrorism. It is indeed. Thank you for your thoughts. We appreciate it. We will get back to you this afternoon. Thank you very much. Harvey Kushner, terrorism expert on the WCBS Newsline. WCBS Newstime 1215. Let's get back to the scene in lower Manhattan where WCBS reporter Sean Adams is standing by. Sean? Right now I'm a little bit north of where the towers used to be on Hudson uh, and Worth Street uh, near Jay. And all I can tell you is that uh, I'm sure you've seen things like this in the movies portrayed. You know, special effects do a really good job. But actually to witness this, I can tell you this is uh, one of the most disturbing things I've ever seen. On the corner of Park and Church, uh, I was standing, uh, and I had looked up, and you could see that the plane had hit on both sides on one of the towers, the second tower, and the corner was actually burned out. And you could really tell that it was sort of precarious, but no one could have imagined what had happened. You heard this blood-curdling groan, and as I looked up, I saw it bending at that point and coming down, and at that point, everyone instinctively just ran and ran and ran and you ran and you felt as if you just couldn't run fast enough to get away because of this monstrosity that was tumbling down. I heard one person describe Lower Manhattan to me as Pompeii after Vesuvius with uh, several blocks of debris uh, down Fulton Street, two blocks east of Broadway. That's how far uh, the debris has spread. The cloud of dust persists. There is a dark cloud of smoke. Uh, it is eclipsing the sun in bits and pieces at times. The towers are no more. You cannot see them. They are not there. But between the time that the planes crashed and the collapse, people were evacuated. Uh, I've spoken to people who were on the 80s and the first tower, and Joe De Silva was on the 72nd floor, and I spoke with him. That was out the last point. Coming uh, from the mall level up to the street level to leave the building. And something happened. The lights went out. And uh, uh, I was walking up the stairs and I, you know, fell on the stairs. That's where I got these abrasions from, just falling on the stairs. He was completely covered head to toe in this thick gray soot and dust. 
He walked up to Canal Street and was just trying to find a way to get in touch with his family. He's from Long Island. Joe DeSilvo is his name. Right now, police just pushing people north, trying to keep the streets clear. As soon as ambulances go out, a fresh uh, batch of them uh, replaces them. It is a, a triage unit uh, just a few blocks south of here. People are being worked on, removed, and uh, now we can only imagine that they're moving on to trying to rescue. We've also heard uh, of gas leaks in the area, and on uh, Church Street a short while ago, uh, there was a suspicious package. We don't know whatever happened. Happened with that. Live in Lower Manhattan, Sean Adams, WCBS 880 News. All right, and Rich Lamb reporting that the smoke from the debris and the uh, horrific uh, collapse of the World Trade Center is visible as far north as the Tappan Zee Bridge across the Hudson River, north of New York City. WCBS News Time 1217. Terror strikes the U.S. A special report from WCBS. We are getting word now from the Pentagon that the Pentagon has ordered two ships into our area warships. The USS George Washington and the USS John F. Kennedy are now en route to New York waters ordered by the Pentagon following this worst terrorist attack in U.S. histories that began with two planes colliding into the Twin Towers of the World Trade Center. Nothing is left of those Twin Towers right now. Another plane crashed into the Pentagon, a plane also crashing at Camp David, a large plane crashing just outside of uh, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania at the Somerset County Airport and the airlines are saying that they have had their planes hijacked, planes that were involved in these attacks across the country. The United States is on full terrorism alert right now. This all began just before 9 o'clock at the World Trade Centers and in lower Manhattan we're going to head there now and get the very latest from the scene and WCBS reporter Mary Gay Taylor. Well, emergency workers are trying to clear lower Manhattan there is an absolute exodus of people walking north, being pushed. Uh, they've closed all buildings. The courts are closed with the court officers standing in front of them. Uh, the police, firefighters, uh, emergency medical workers, paramedics, all uh, bring the vehicles have all converged on downtown as the buildings, the twin towers, or what was left of them, continued to smoke. You can see it. So I walked all the way north of Canal Street. Every payphone all the way up has lines of people, people trying to call their relatives, say they're okay, or to find people who they know who are working downtown and find out if they are all right. Coming out of the building, the people who were ushered out of it before the uh, two towers collapsed were crying. Um, they, were, they were hysterical, some of them falling on the floor. Some people who were on the street described having seen people, actually four or five people, jump from the top of the World Trade Tower, I guess, to escape the, uh, the flames at that point. It's really horrific. A man told me about finding parts of bodies. I've seen bloody shoes. Right, Mary Gay Taylor, we appreciate it. We're going to have to break in right now and head for the CBS Network News and get the very latest update on the situation. CBS News Update. I'm Steve Kathan. New York and Washington, targets of terror. This is an organized, planned attack. It's the nightmare that we have exercised uh, against. It's the nightmare that we have always said we hope never came, but it has come. Terrorism expert Neil Livingstone as four hijacked jetliners have crashed. It started with two planes hitting the towers of the World Trade Center in New York. Two American Airlines jets with a total of 156 people on board. Both towers eventually collapsed. A security guard couldn't believe what he was seeing. People jumping out of windows of the World Trade Center trying to save themselves literally jump into their death. This woman was outside with a friend when the first tower came down. He threw me into the wall of a building and covered me 
I could feel his heart banging against my back. We were both so sure we were going to die. Officials there call the loss of life tremendous. A plane crashed into part of the Pentagon, triggering a fire and evacuations. In fact, all of official Washington has now been shut down. CBS News correspondent Peter Mayer. This is the sound and the scene of controlled panic and pandemonium around the White House. Secret Service and Washington police have now extended the cordon to about four blocks around the White House. That is a closed-off cordon. Downtown Washington near the White House is very much of a ghost town. Many people have fled both the government and private office buildings. Peter Mayer, CBS News, Washington. The fourth plane, a United 757 with 45 people on board, went down in western Pennsylvania. The FAA has closed U.S. airports, suspending flights. Other major landmarks around the country have been closed down or evacuated as a precaution. There's where the U.S.-Mexico border has also been closed. CBS News Update. I'm Steve Kathan. Heard live here at WCBS 880. We are now being told that uh, the statewide elections in New York have now been postponed because of this act of terrorism. City Hall also evacuated today's primary election. The city, as well as on Long Island, canceled as well. Children are being kept in their schools, only allowed to leave if their parents come to get them. number of buildings have been evacuated. Mayor Giuliani talked with us earlier. He said there was no warning of this attack and says that he asked everyone to please remain calm. Anyone in the south of Canal Street area really needs to get out to walk slowly, but walk directly north, get out of that dangerous area, do police a big favor so that they can open up the streets and do their jobs. We're also being told by a reporter, Allison Key, that hundreds of police officers now being sent to the area of the World Trade Center trying to get there to look for survivors. You're listening to continuing coverage of this day like no other day in the history of New York City. Terrorism attack the city on full terrorism alert. New York City essentially is closed. You should not think about trying to come here. The bridges, the tunnels are closed. The subway service is uh, moving sporadically. Uh, as uh, Susan was just saying, the police are trying to get anyone in lower Manhattan out of lower Manhattan. The World Trade Center, both towers of the World Trade Center are gone. You will never see the skyline of New York from this day forward look like it did yesterday and every day since the World Trade Center was built. So we are continuing our coverage here on WCBS 880, and we invite you to stay with us. All right, WCBS News Time 1223. We want to... Um go out to back onto the area where a person had been working in the building of the Trade Center, or the World Trade Center, before the plane crashed into it. And this person was on the 74th floor. He has talked with our WCBS reporter Marla Diamond. Marla, what a story this man has to tell. Absolutely. And before uh, I get to that, he is okay. He is fine. We should let you know. But uh, I'm on the Upper West Side in the 80s around Central Park West. And just to describe the scene here, it is quiet. It is almost surreal, a surreal calm. There is mass exodus, a mass exodus of people carrying their briefcases, their suits. They have walked blocks and blocks in their dress clothes and heels. There are no cabs here. There are no buses running. Uh, this man on the 74th floor, his name is Walter. He was extremely dazed. He agreed to speak with me just for a few minutes. His cotton suit was soaked with sweat. He walked from one World Trade Center where he worked as an engineer uh, to 82nd and Central Park West and gave me this account of the evacuation of the building. Yes, everybody got out okay. Yeah, there was sort of a, an impact initially, 
and then uh, another impact maybe maybe 25, 30 seconds later, and then everybody started running. And so I was one of the, you know, uh, <laughs> almost everybody sort of got out at the same time, and we just, you know, walked calmly down, you know, the stairs. And, um, and he is an engineer that works in the building and says he, he just can't believe it. Uh, the building is, is this one of the sturdiest ever built. Uh, it is made to withstand uh, even a plane crash, a 747 crash, he said to me. And this is a day that he just cannot believe is actually happening. WCBS reporter Marla Diamond, a statement that many people are saying today. It's hard to believe that this is actually happening. This terrorist attack on the United States, starting here in New York and continuing in Washington, the entire country on full terrorism alert right now. President Bush is uh, on his way back to Washington. He had been in Florida reading to some school children in Sarasota, Florida, when the attacks started on the World Trade Center. The FAA has grounded all aircraft all across the country. Planes in the air have been diverted to Canada, and we are told that at least four planes were hijacked to carry out this attack. American Airlines says two of their flights were hijacked and crashed in today's terrorist attack. One of those planes was American Airlines flight number 11 from Boston to Los Angeles that crashed into the World Trade Center. And United Airlines is also now confirming two of their jetliners crashed, one this morning near Pittsburgh. The company says another of its planes has crashed, but it does not have specific information on that plane available yet. WCBS Newstime 1226. We have uh, reporter Mike Zirinak standing by at LaGuardia Airport now. Mike, give us the latest. Yeah, Tony, I'm outside the American Airlines terminal right now in LaGuardia, and people are slowly finding their way out of the airport one, uh, right now. At one point, literally thousands of passengers and airport workers were evacuated. All the buildings have been evacuated here and making a mass exodus, many with nowhere to go, like this particular passenger. It's very frightening because they just evacuated the building, and unfortunately, Unfortunately, they didn't make an announcement overhead. Everyone just started a mass exodus, and they should have at least warned us. And my idea is to get away as far from the building as possible if that's what they feel like there's a problem. Yeah, there initially was some panic as people were rushing out, but they seemed to uh, regain uh, gain some sense of control, and uh, uh, that woman was on her way to Florida. Her flight obviously canceled. Uh, uh, she has no idea what to do, where to go next. She's like so many others. Uh, presently, there are several hundred people camped out, literally camped out in the grassy area between the roadways here in front of the American Airlines terminal, uh, just wondering what to do next, waiting for transportation. There's simply not enough buses to take everyone out of here. Many others gathered around radios, in fact, listening to you guys to tell them as to what's happening, what's going on with the latest. A real sense of uh, sadness, uh, confusion, and yes, some anger here at LaGuardia. We're live at LaGuardia Airport. Mike Zarin, WCBS 880 News. And at Newark International Airport we go now, and that's where we find WCBS reporter Chris Keating. Susan, the scene here is much the same as what Mike just reported. Newark Airport, folks, is on lockdown, and it's near impossible to get into these terminals. All three terminals, A, B, and C, have been evacuated. No one's allowed inside, and there are actually guards here with automatic rifles. They're being stationed on the roads leading to those departure areas where generally visitors drive up and pick up passengers. If you have a flight today, forget about it. It's been canceled. Don't even attempt to come here. Make alternate plans. The good news is this. Our buses out of here leaving here. They're taking people pretty much wherever they want to go. Some are stranded here from as far away as Nova Scotia. Some looking for layaways. They don't know where to go, but these buses are helping out, taking people to area um, hotels as well as Newark Penn Station, where they can get on another bus 
or perhaps take a train if they need to go to a relative's home or perhaps their own home. Once again, Newark is on lockdown. Don't even attempt to come here. It's almost an eerie scene. It's so silent here. No planes on the ground moving in the air or on the ground. And Newark is emptying out very quickly. Reporting live from the airport, Chris Keating, WCBS 880 News. Now we're getting reports that the National Guard has been called out to help with uh, whatever might be necessary that authorities feel is necessary in New York City. As we reported a few minutes ago, the uh, Pentagon is sending two warships to U.S. waters. The USS George Washington, the USS John F. Kennedy are steaming this way. WCBS News Time 1229. And this, again, is a day that many will never forget, a day the United States has never seen before. A series of attacks, terrorist attacks, that were well-coordinated in New York, at the World Trade Center, and then in Washington. The Pentagon, Camp David, also attacked. And the president on his way back to the White House right now, so is the Secretary of State, Colin Powell. He's on his way back to Washington following uh, all of the terrorist acts in New York and Washington and from his first official visit in South America. The USS George Washington, the USS JFK, has now been ordered by the Pentagon into New York waters. And again, the National Guard has now been called on to help assist in uh, the uh, follow-up to these attacks and the response to these attacks. It's an almost incredible series of events. In fact, it defies imagination, but the World Trade Center has been leveled. At least four hijacked planes have crashed. Two of them crashed into the World Trade Center, kamikaze style, before the buildings fell to the ground. The World Trade Center, not there anymore. Another jet, an American flight from Newark to San Francisco, crashed near Pittsburgh this morning. And as you've been hearing from our reporters, very difficult to get around. Uh, authorities urging everyone who is not in the city to stay out. All subway service also has been suspended inbound Port Authority. Crossings are closed. Major League Baseball has canceled for the day, and the primary election canceled as well. Terror strikes the U.S. A special report from WCBS CBS. News Update. I'm Howard Ehrenstein. The stairwell was people backed up to people for as far as you could see down. That's what it was like getting out of the World Trade Center Twin Towers in Manhattan this morning before they both collapsed. The targets of apparent terrorist attacks by hijacked airliners. Correspondent Cammie McCormick is on the streets of Manhattan. Most of the downtown office buildings look like they've been evacuated. You can see clusters of people on the sidewalk searching for co-workers and counting the groups to make sure everyone is accounted for. Also, it looks as if they're bringing in all types of vehicles to be used for emergency services. Everything's being pulled into operation at this point. Another plane hit the Pentagon in Washington, collapsing part of the National Security Headquarters. A fourth plane crashed near Camp David. All of official Washington is locked down. Correspondent Bob Schieffer has a bird's eye view of Washington from Capitol Hill. I've never seen anything quite like the mood we're seeing right now. This is being taken very seriously and my guess is that uh, those uh, congressmen who are saying on Capitol Hill, this is another Pearl Harbor. That is exactly a reflection of what the mood of the general public is, at least here in the nation's capital. Who's to blame? Speculation centers on terrorist ringleader Osama bin Laden. An apparent intelligence failure and aviation correspondent Bob Orr says airport security systems failed too. How could uh, presumably terrorists of any sort, uh, hijackers, take over four commercial airline planes all in a very, very compacted period of time. It's an indictment of the Federal Aviation Administration's security system. It's now shutting down the entire aviation system. CBS News Update. I'm Howard Ehrenstein.
her life here at WCBS 880 as our continuing coverage of the terrorist attacks on the United States continues. Tom Kaminsky is normally in uh, the chopper, the WCBS 880 chopper, but there is nothing flying over New York City. In fact, over much of the country, maybe the whole country at this point. Tom Kaminsky, give us the latest on the air traffic situation. Well, at this point, that is absolutely correct. All air traffic around the United States of America has been halted. And the word that we had gotten just shortly after 9 o'clock uh, was that this entire airspace around New York City was, to use the words of the tower, going to be sanitized. And it will be, uh, or sterilized, I'm sorry, sterilized was the word uh, that, was, uh, that was going to be used. It will be sterilized, meaning that there were very few aircraft actually up at that point uh, when these explosions occurred and then shortly thereafter and especially after the second crash occurred into tower number two. Uh, I have just gotten off the phone with the folks at New York TRACON and uh, that is the terminal radar approach control. That controls all of the aircraft into all of the major uh, airports in our area and they have told me and this this is a quote from the person that I spoke to. Uh, there are U.S. military F-15 aircraft in the air right now with orders to shoot anything in the air that is not authorized to be there. And he finished that conversation by saying, I'd stay right on the ground where you are if I were you, and hung up the phone. Uh, but certainly that gives you an indication of what this is going to be like. Now, we do not have any idea how long this complete air traffic stop is going to be. Uh, is going to be. Uh, in terms of any uh, activity on the roads in and out of Manhattan, nothing. Everything is shut. Manhattan at this point is sealed off. Subway service limited at best from what we understand. Now, as you get out toward the, toward the uh, farther toward the west and to the north, uh, we uh, do, or at least we did at last check, have a closing of the Tappan Zee Bridge as well, trying to get into uh, Westchester County, out of Rockland into Westchester County. But certainly, uh, if you are in a safe place, the advice now... All right, Tom, uh, is, we're going to have to ask you to stand by sure. there, and uh, we want to go to uh, the mayor, Mayor Rudy Giuliani, on the uh, phone. To see... To see uh, what happened there is, of course, it makes you very, very angry. It's almost impossible to describe the level of anger that you have that somebody or someone would do something like this. And Sir. all of the good and wonderful people that were affected by this, there's no, there's no reason for this, there's no excuse for this. And there's uh, something like this, is just something you never thought you would live to see. I couldn't agree more, sir. Thank you for joining us. Uh, brief Mayor comments Mayor there. Giuliani. We caught it at the tail end there. Mayor Giuliani on CBS 2 talking about this being the worst tragedy he's ever seen. Let's and go. as he said earlier, Susan, um, when asked about casualties, of course, that's one of the major questions today. How many people have suffered and uh, been the victims of these extraordinary attacks? The mayor's quote was, he did not know, but he had uh, a sickening feeling that it would be in the thousands. WCBS News Time 1236, continuing coverage of the terrorist attack on New York and America. Let's go back now, just outside City Hall. WCBS reporter Allison Keyes is there, has been talking with the stunned people. People here are just absolutely devastated. I must tell you, what looks like a couple of hundred of police and firemen just got ready to head into the World Trade Center in hopes of finding some survivors. Uh, they're putting on masks and gloves. They're carrying a great deal of water with them. Survivors keep walking by me. They just look absolutely dazed. One police officer, DeVita, said that he was on Broadway trying to save some of 
All right, we want to, uh, I was sorry about that, Allison, but we want to uh, talk to um, Mayor Giuliani right now about uh, the situation right now. Mayor Giuliani, I know it is really hard to assess the situation at this point, but how would you characterize it? I would, I would uh, say this is a, one of the worst days in the history of the United States. Uh, this is a horrible, horrible thing that should not happen, and there's no excuse for it. And right now, right now, we have to focus on all of our energies and all of our attention on saving the maximum number of people possible. Are you finding survivors? Yes, of course. Yeah, we're finding many survivors, and we're finding many people that are dead, and I don't have the numbers yet. And we, have, we still have thousands of police officers and firefighters down there in jeopardy as well as lots of other innocent people. Mayor Giuliani, you said earlier that there was really no warning, that the police chief said he had heard of no warning either of this. There was absolutely no warning I, uh, that we know of, and now we're going back and checking, and we still can't come up with a, with a, with a uh, warning. I, I would like to take advantage of this opportunity to communicate with people, though, sure. to, to try and get, and, and if you're in lower Manhattan, just walk north. And, and get out, get get above Canal Street, and get out of Lower Manhattan. The smoke condition is still very dangerous. There, are, there is danger of any further collapse, so you should get out of Lower Manhattan. And second, it will really help our relief efforts if you get out of Lower Manhattan. It will allow us to get ambulances in there and out of there, and triage people and move them to area hospitals. Uh, much easier. The, the, the more we can clear out Lower Manhattan, the more we're going to participate in helping to save lives right now. Mayor, we are being told that the National Guard has now been deployed. Yes, I, was... Governor, I talked to Governor Pataki about an hour and a half ago and I and, uh, told them that we would we would need the National Guard. The governor started organizing them and they, they will be uh, deployed to an area in New York City and then relieve our police officers and our firefighters later in the day. We've also talked to the White House and asked the urban search and rescue teams just uh, send uh, th three of them here, and they should be here later today. Mr. Mayor, the there'll come a point a little later today when our police officers and our firefighters are going to need uh, are going to need uh, reinforcements. They need help. Mr. Mayor, uh, apparently some other form of help is is on the way from the Pentagon. We had reports that they're sending two uh, warships here to, yes. to the the, the uh, right after the first attack and. I believe before the second, but it, it, I, I believe it was right after the first attack, we communicated with the Defense Department and the White House and asked them to seal off the airspace around New York City. And, uh, and they did. They did it very quickly because we had gotten reports that other planes were on their way here, and it turned out that they were Air Force planes. So they, they, they reacted as quickly as you humanly could react to, to seal off the airspace around around the city of New York, and for that I really appreciate it. Mr. Mayor, what should New Yorkers at this point think, not only about what has happened, but how, how this could have happened here and elsewhere in the country? Well, we're an open country. I mean, we're a democracy, we're an open country. We don't have, uh, we don't have gates around us, we don't have borders around us, we don't have, we, we're a democracy. And, uh, I, you know, I can't begin to uh, understand this at this point, uh, but uh, air, airplanes flying into the World Trade Center, you know, I don't know how you, I don't know how you prevent that unless you surround the United States with missiles and, I mean, I don't know. And at this point, Mr. Mayor, are you hearing anything about who may have been responsible? Uh, I'm hearing rumors, but I don't have anything confirmed yet, so I'd, I'd, I'd rather, not, rather not say anything at Mr. this point. 
Mr. Mayor, I'm hearing you're, several rumors, yes. You're one of the few people, obviously, being the mayor of the city, who can travel around it and have been most lately, or perhaps among the people we've been able to talk to most recently, in lower Manhattan. You were describing the scene uh, mm. for us before, but from everything we've heard and the pictures we see, it looks like pictures we saw... Uh, from World War II or from Vietnam or from... Uh, I, tell, uh, tell us what I, Lower Manhattan is like. Lower, Man Lower Manhattan look, looks like it was bombed uh, during the Second World War. You're absolutely right. It is uh, filled with debris. We were literally right below the World Trade Tower when it collapsed in a building at 75 Barclay Street. We were trapped in the building. Myself, the police commissioner, the fire commissioner. Uh, there was very bad smoke condition in the building. We tried several exits, finally got out one exit, and then when we got out, uh, the site was uh, impossible to describe. It was uh, the, the whole area was filled with smoke, and what and there was debris all over the place. And all we did, what we did was, we urged people just to. We knew which way north was, and we just walked north and urged people to walk with us. Uh, to get as far away from the smoke as possible and so that you we could and redeploy. The, you and the, and the police commissioner, the fire commissioner, at that point had no communication or understanding of what had happened? Oh, yeah, sure. We knew it. No, we actually, uh, the first collapse, we got about, uh, I'd say, a 30-second to one-minute warning of the first collapse. We were, we were alerted that the building might collapse. Uh -huh. And uh, that probably helped us uh, get that extra minute. I mean, we still got trapped in the building, but we were able to, at least to start assessing exits and places to get out. And then uh, the, the thing I have to say, though, about the people of New York City is I, I walked with thousands of them, and they conducted themselves in a very, uh, a very sensible, calm, and deliberate way. What are the days ahead, as far as you can project at this point, Mr. Mayor, what are the days ahead going to be like? I mean, for one thing, New York City is effectively closed right now. New York now. City is closed right now. It's going to be closed until... Uh, further notice, and we have to. We, the rescue effort is going to continue at least for the rest of the day. It may go. It may go well beyond that. I, I, I should also tell people that there are three sites for blood donations: 153 yes, East 53rd Street, 310 East 67th Street, and 150 Amsterdam Avenue, which is 66th and Amsterdam. Uh, we're, we're the hospitals in New York City and in the surrounding areas are going to need blood, and anyone that can help the Red Cross, we'd really appreciate that. Mr. Mayor, will you give those locations once again? 153 East 53rd Street, 310 East 67th, and 150 Amsterdam, 66th in Amsterdam. Mr. Mayor, this is like one of those situations that we have never experienced before, the worst terror, a nightmare scene. As I, as I was looking up at the World Trade Center when I first arrived there and looked, in the, in, looked at the tremendous gap in the building and then the second building, I, I, it, it took me a minute at least, to really believe that what I saw was, it was, was correct. And then I saw people jumping from the top of the World Trade Center. I, 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 it's not, it, in, in your worst, worst nightmares, you couldn't possibly have thought of anything like that. When you were asked about uh, casualties earlier, Mr. Mayor, you said, of course, you, there's no way to know at this point, but you were quoted as saying that you have the horrible feeling this is going to be in the thousands. First of all, is that, a, is that an accurate quote? I in, don't know. It is an accurate quote. Uh, I probably said that as I was walking along. I, uh, I don't know what it'll be. And uh, I know we're going to lose. I, I just... Uh, we're going to 
probably lose a lot of police officers and firefighters as well. Mr. Mayor, we thank you for thank joining you. us. It's, thank uh, you very much. New Yorkers and are thank you And thank you for communicating with people. It really helps when... Uh, to, to give them, you know, some, some degree of comfort and, and confidence. We they should. We're a democracy, and we'll overcome this. We appreciate We're a great your, country. We appreciate your comments, Thank Mr. You. Mayor, and please stay in touch. A lot, a lot of New Yorkers are counting on you to lead uh, the city through this. Now we have uh, Governor Pataki uh, calling in. And, uh, Governor, we've just uh, been talking with Mayor Giuliani describing, obviously, a, a truly horrific situation. But, uh, but apparently, at least in terms of recent developments, you've ordered National Guard into New York City. Tell us about that. Yes, uh, I've been in touch with the mayor and with the White House. We've activated all of our emergency uh, teams from across the state, including our National Guard. Uh, we are moving National Guard units into the city to be of assistance to the city police and firefighters. We're going to be moving in emergency teams, whether it's firefighters, or EMTs as well. Uh, everything that can be done at this point to focus on uh, saving the lives of those whose lives are still at risk and helping those who have been injured and providing maximum security as we go forward is being done. Governor, do you have any assessment right now as to just how many lives may have been lost? Uh, I don't want to speculate and try to quantify at this point. The focus has to be on trying to reach those whose lives are still at risk and helping those who might be injured and making sure we have the maximum security provisions possible. Uh, and that's what we're doing, working with the city, working with the federal government, and we're going to continue to, to provide every possible resource to help the people. Governor, the, the mayor has just uh, been speaking with us and describing the scene in lower Manhattan as it looked uh, as if World War II had broken out again and it had been bombed. Lower Manhattan had been bombed. It's just incredible to see you look at it, and it's something that you just can't believe is real. Uh, but it is. Uh, it's a nightmare, but it's a real nightmare, and we've got to deal with it in as effective and professional and compassionate in a way as possible, and we're working hard to do that. How could we have been so vulnerable? It's just impossible to, to protect yourself from uh, a terrorist attack of this magnitude. Who would have anticipated hijacked planes going into the towers? But uh, we've done everything we could to prepare, knowing that New York would have been uh, one of the primary targets for an attack upon America, and everything that can be done to respond as quickly as possible now is being done. Governor, New York City is shut down in, in effect. Uh, New York State uh, largely also by the fact that uh, uh, all the airports in the country are closed what are you hearing from officials in, in Washington or, or anywhere else about uh, when we can expect a semblance of normalcy? Um, I, don't, I don't think we're at a point where we can start speculating when, when we feel that this uh, risk is over, which is why we have to have the maximum security. Obviously, the, we've been in touch with the federal uh, officials, their, their security and, and terrorism officials, and uh, at this point, we just have to continue to do everything we can to try to make sure that the, the maximum steps are take, taken to provide the, the most security possible. I just don't want to predict uh, when that threat might be over. Right now, we have to deal with the threat and deal with the reality of, this, of the terrorism that has affected lower Manhattan. The National Guard has been called out. How do you anticipate they will be able to help and respond to this tragedy? Uh, uh, they'll be able to help with everything from security in order to using their specialized equipment and ability to go in to remove debris, to look for people to try to help. Uh, they have excellent capacity and uh, have, have dealt with uh, tragedies. Of course, none of this, of this magnitude in the past. We're proud of them. We have the best National Guard team in America, uh, and they're going to be out uh, in full strength helping out. Governor, your message to the people of New York City and New York State at this point? 
our thoughts and prayers are with uh, the people in the towers and their families and loved ones. All of us, certainly I, have a lot of friends who are in the towers this morning. And we just have to say prayers for them and try everything we can to help them, to help reach them and uh, bring them to safety. And uh, the people of New York have gotten through crises in the past. We will get through this in a compassionate and calm way. Uh, but reach out to your friends. Reach out to your neighbors. Uh, say a few prayers and help us to, to just have an orderly response to this massive tragedy. All right, Governor George Pataki, thank you for being with us. Uh, any further developments, please don't hesitate to check in with us. Thank you. This is continuing coverage of this uh, day that defies belief in New York City and the nation here on WCBS 880 1248 now. We have word out of Afghanistan, out of Kabul, that Afghanistan's hardline Taliban rulers condemned the devastating terrorist attacks in New York and Washington and rejected suggestions that Osama bin Laden could be behind them. The Taliban's ambassador to Pakistan, Abdul Salam Zaif, said bin Laden, the Saudi dissident who's been given asylum in, in that troubled nation, does not have, in his words, does not have the facilities needed to carry out such a well-orchestrated attack. It is premature to level allegations against a person who is not in a position to carry out such attacks, he said. That's the word from the Taliban in Afghanistan. And, of course, we are reminded that uh, when the federal building in... Uh in Omaha was blown up uh, years ago. There was all that speculation about a terrorist attack, and it turned out to be an American, two Americans, in fact. So um, perhaps we ought to uh, mute the speculation. There's enough to report on. We don't need to speculate. And, and just an addendum to that, as we have been reporting earlier, there have been reports of people dancing in the streets of Palestinian communities in the Middle East celebrating this terrorist attack on New York and Washington. WCBS Newstime, 12 50. Terror strikes the U.S. A special report from WCBS. CBS News Update. I'm Howard Ehrenstein. It's being called a modern-day Pearl Harbor. The World Trade Center buildings in New York have collapsed. The Pentagon has been hit by hijacked airliners. The FAA has suspended all flight operations nationwide. Major League Baseball has canceled all games today. The suspicion is this was all coordinated by terrorist leader Osama bin Laden. It started just before 9 a.m. Eastern Time. A plane hit the World Trade Center, then a second one. Correspondent Cammie McCormick is near the towers. A lot of people are still moving north away from the World Trade Center towers. Um, there is the heavy smell of gas in the air. There have been a lot of reported gas leaks downtown. You see office buildings clearing out. Some tourist buses have been pulling up in front of some of these offices. It's not clear whether these businesses have hired these buses to get their employees out of the center of downtown. But to be honest with you, the people around me were afraid to get on them. All of federal Washington has been shut down. This is the sound of the White House being evacuated. Correspondent Jim Stewart says there is massive confusion at these surprise attacks. The government is literally trying to piece itself back together because so many of its vital buildings have been emptied because of the concern here that they too could become a terrorist attack. President Bush was on a trip to Florida. He was returning home, but his plane has been diverted. Correspondent Mark Noller was on the trip. He's live in Sarasota, Florida. Howie, the president said that he was uh, going back to Washington when he scrubbed his uh, visit to Sarasota. But in fact, that is not where Air Force One has gone. We have learned that Air Force One has landed at Barksdale Air Force Base at Shreveport, Louisiana. The president will be making another statement there about the tragedy that has befallen the nation. He did make a statement.
statement before leaving Sarasota this morning. He uh, said that the full resources of the federal government would conduct a full-scale investigation to hunt down and find those responsible for today's acts. He said terrorism against our nation will not stand. CBS News Update. I'm Howard Ehrenstein. The latest heard live here on WCBS 880 when the president does make his statement. You will hear him here live on WCBS. As you heard Mayor Giuliani saying, he is really urging everyone to leave north, uh, lower Manhattan. Head north, get out of that area as soon as you can. And that is what people are doing right now. WCBS reporter Peter Haskell joining us live from Chelsea Piers. And Susan, all morning we have seen people flooding up from Lower Manhattan just walking along the West Side Highway, that uh, new walkway that is up there, just flooding up people from World Financial Center who witnessed this whole thing. And here at Chelsea Piers, hundreds have been lining up for ferries along the, uh, for the Spirit Cruises and, and for the Circle Line that will take them to New Jersey. We spoke to one person who doesn't even know anybody there. He said he just wanted to get off Manhattan Island. Others... Uh, who live in New Jersey, don't know how they're getting home, but they, too, are just anxious to leave here. On the ferry, we spoke to Doug Brown. He was in the South Tower on the 70th floor when the explosion uh, hit, uh, when that first plane hit, and he talked about uh, what it was like there. I was on the 70th floor of Two World Trade Center in the conference room on one of the corners at somewhere between 8.30 and, and 9. We heard an explosion and then looked out towards Staten Island. So I would have been in the southeast corner of the building with multiple windows. And it looked as though a giant explosion of confetti was bursting out with flame. It was paper, debris, and flame. And we could see it sprinkling down to the buildings between us and uh, to the south of us. There was an announcement that our building was safe within about five minutes. People started to go down the steps, and then we stopped going down the steps, and were just told to congregate in the center of the building. I went back to my office to call family and friends to let them know I was okay, and at that point, what floor are you at this point? On the 70th floor, and our building was had an explosion. There was debris in the center of our building, and immediately smoke started filtering into our floor. We then made sure everybody was off of our floor with Morgan Stanley on the 70th floor, and we started to walk downstairs on about uh, the 65th floor or so. A man uh, covered with blood who had started on the 90th floor or so. I stopped to help him and ended up walking downstairs with him. He was severely cut, and it turns out that we were at, when we were at triage, his lung had been punctured. He had gotten to about the 78th floor when the second explosion occurred, and the debris was very close to the stairwell, and he was uh, injured by the flying debris. All right, that's Doug Brown, who is coming down the stairs inside the World Trade Center. He says the stairways were well-lighted. People uh, were pretty much calm, although obviously in a hurry to get out. He helped this man down the stairs. His shirt uh, was completely covered with blood. He was obviously very shaken. He was able to reach family members and tell them that he was okay. And at that point, he just started heading north. He did see uh, that second tower collapse and people just talking about people running in the streets. And still, you can see it's like uh, light-colored ash still billowing up from the location where those twin towers used to be. And when you look at that, you just get goosebumps on top of goosebumps. 
very few words to describe it. Absolutely chilling. And uh, one person talking to her mom on the phone, I ever heard her, she said, I watched the world collapse in front of my eyes today. And probably a lot of people feeling that way. Again, here at Chelsea Piers, folks are getting on ferries to New Jersey. Even some folks who have no place to go, they just want to get out of Manhattan. Reporting live from Chelsea Piers, Peter Haskell, WCBS 880 News. WCBS Newstime 1256. We want to give you a whole list of uh, school closings in the cities and the suburbs. And, and we also want to remind you before we do that that President Bush is expected to make a statement soon. And as soon as he does, we will bring it to you live on WCBS 880. But there are a lot of children who are in schools or the schools are being closed. And we want to bring you that information right now. In New York City, PS uh, IS 89 and PS 234 have been moved to PS 41 on West 11th Street. PS 150 students have been moved to PS three at Christopher and Hudson. The, the Murray Bergstrom High School is closed in New York City. High School for Leadership and Public Service is closed. Hunter College classes are closed as well. New York Institute of Technology, just the Manhattan campus is closed. St. Joseph's College in Brooklyn closed as of noon. In Mineola, Queens, all afternoon activities have been canceled. The Temple Israel of Jamaica in Queens afternoon program canceled. Stepping Stone Day School Incorporated in Queens, all afternoon classes canceled. In New York Theology Seminary in Manhattan, there will be no evening classes. The Cine University of, Met of New York in Manhattan closing at 1 o'clock this afternoon. The facilities will stay open, though, as a safe haven if needed. And here's what we have from Long Island in Nassau County. Nassau Community College has canceled all day and evening classes. At SUNY College at Old Westbury, classes canceled for this afternoon. Then in Lindenhurst, uh, the public schools in Suffolk County there have canceled all after-school activities. In the Deer Park School District in Suffolk County, again, the afternoon activities have been canceled. In the East Islip School District in Suffolk County, after-school activities canceled. There will, however, be child care, the uh, afternoon child care program that will go on. In Comac in Suffolk County, all evening activities canceled. West Babylon, Suffolk County, after-school activities have been shut down. Syosset Central School District in Nassau County, the after after school activities canceled. CW Post and Brentwood campuses of Long Island University classes are being canceled right now at 1 o'clock. Uh, then we have Plain Edge in Nassau. After school activities canceled except for the Center Island Daycare Program. That will be open. Babylon, Suffolk, after school activities canceled. East Williston, same thing. Freeport uh, Public School, same thing. The afternoon activities canceled. And in Woodmere, Hewlett, rather, and Woodmere Public School District, the pre-K through 8th grade children whose parents have not been reached will be kept at the school. All af after school activities have been canceled except for child care. We're also in the northern suburbs needing to tell you about in Westchester. Lakeland has been uh, canceled. Westchester Business Institute evening classes canceled. South Orangetown, Rockland, all school and evening activities have been canceled. The FEC will stay open, though. And in early dismissals, the Ossining School District in Westchester, all afternoon sports and meetings have been canceled. Nyack, after school activities canceled. And uh, Somers, Westchester, all afternoon and evening activities have been canceled as well. WCBS News Time. Coming up on 1 o'clock, our continuing coverage of the attacks on New York and Washington, America, under terrorist attack. It happened this morning with planes crashing into the World Trade
Trade Center buildings. Those two towers have been collapsed. Nothing left of the World Trade Center buildings in New York. American and United Airlines both confirmed losing two planes each. Uh, President Bush, who is expected to make another statement momentarily, calls the Trade Center crashes a terrorist act. Federal buildings in the United Nations have been evacuated. National Guard troops are being deployed in New York, so are warships. You're listening to WCBS New York, an infinity broadcasting station. Your favorite radio station for traffic and weather together and CBS News. WCBS News Time, 1 o'clock. CBS News, I'm Christopher Glenn. A New York City police official says thousands of people could be dead or injured from the terrorist attacks on the World Trade Center. Scott Metzo was on the 81st floor of one of the Twin Towers when a terrorist flew a plane into the building. Immediately after the impact, uh, we went out to, the, to get to the stairwell. The, uh, the carpeting on my floor was on fire. There were people screaming what, from what appeared to be the elevator bank. Another terrorist plane flew into the other tower within minutes, and not long after, both of the towers collapsed. And now this from CBS Rockefeller University. Carol Marine, who was Are there as the cares? debris rained down, says she's lucky to be alive. If um, my respect for fire and police already knew no bounds, given the danger, it now exceeds what I thought it could, because a firefighter threw me into um, the wall of a building, covered me with his body as the flames approached. Us. New York hospitals are overwhelmed by the injured. Our entire cafeteria at this point has been converted to a triage area. We have wall-to-wall patients. And all of lower Manhattan is being evacuated, says CBS News correspondent Pamela McCall. In some parts of the West Bank... The nightmare only began in New York, though. A plane was flown into the west wing of the Pentagon, collapsing it and killing some people. Another aircraft went down some distance outside Pittsburgh. And we know of four commercial airliners apparently hijacked for use in the terrorism. They were United Flight 175 out of Boston for Los Angeles, United 93 from Newark to San Francisco, American Flight 77 from Dulles to Los Angeles, and American 11 from Boston to Los Angeles. President Bush was in Florida when it happened, but he did not return there when he left Florida. Tell us where he did go to, uh, if you can, CBS News reporter Tom Foti in Washington. Chris, uh, the president went to Barksdale Air Force Base in Louisiana, where he issued a statement just a short time ago saying, and these are his words, freedom itself was attacked. Freedom, he said, will be protected. Adding he has taken all appropriate security precautions to protect Americans and promising that the U.S. would hunt down and punish those responsible. Meanwhile, Vice President Cheney under tight guard here, a part of the Pentagon, continues to burn. Area hospitals on high emergency alert and a lot of other government and private buildings evacuated. This is the sound and the scene of controlled panic and pandemonium around the White House. Secret Service and Washington police have now extended the cordon to about four blocks around the White House. That is a closed-off cordon. Downtown Washington near the White House is very much of a ghost town. Many people have fled both the government and private office buildings. Peter Mayer, CBS News, Washington. And uh, that's Tom Foti and Peter Mayer with the latest from Washington. Uh, repeating now, President Bush is at an Air Force base in Louisiana, and he says uh, democracy itself was attacked today. This is CBS News. Increase your chance of getting back to nature by 30% when you take Amtrak to Glacier Park, the Rockies, Yosemite, or 500 other destinations. It's our 30% off fall sale. Call your travel agent or 1-800-USA-RAIL or go to Amtrak.com. 
Offer valid for 30% off the best available full adult fare. Blackout dates and other restrictions apply. It wasn't much of a car accident. Still, there's a family that may have a hard time getting to soccer practice or on that vacation they planned. Fortunately, they have a State Farm agent and the help of the world's largest claims network. And no one has more experts handling more claims quickly and fairly. That's our good neighbor promise. So they'll be back on the road a lot sooner than they thought. Terror strikes the U.S. A special report from WCBS. A day the United States has never seen anything like it before. This is September 11th, WCBS News Time 104, a series of attacks by terrorists, coordinated attacks that began in New York City at the World Trade Center Twin Towers, bringing those uh, towers down to the ground. There is nothing left. Mayor of New York, Mayor Giuliani, telling us here at WCBS that there are no doubt many people who have lost their lives in the collapse of those two buildings. The terrorist attacks continue. Continuing in Washington, we are awaiting a statement from President Bush on these attacks, and it's coming up shortly. We have the National Guard called into service for New York City. We have two Pentagon warships heading to uh, New York City to lend their help. Mayor Giuliani also telling us here on WCBS 880 Radio that New Yorkers are resilient. We have gotten through tragedy and disaster before we will get through this. In terms of casualties, uh, the mayor also said that at least 50 and perhaps as many as 100 area hospitals will be pressed into service to deal with the casualties of these amazing attacks. We have WCBS reporter Sean Adams standing by in lower Manhattan. Sean. And it really is starting to sink in for many people. It is a surreal sight when you look up at lower Manhattan and that familiar sight of the Twin Towers. Uh, it is no more. The Twin Towers are gone. There is no other way to say it. And they are replaced by a tower of black, ominous smoke. And that is the lingering reminder right now of this most nefarious act. Lower Manhattan is littered with debris. It is enveloped in dust and smoke. Clouds swirl off uh, ambulances as they race up to hospitals uptown. Uh, downtown is overwhelmed with emergency workers. Uh, they are doing their best uh, in triage units. They are trying to keep uh, people and spectators from coming downtown. They are pushing people north. William Rodriguez uh, works in one of the towers, and he does maintenance, and he was pushed into service as a rescuer. I got out just before the building collapsed, seconds, and there were still people there. There were still firemen. I'm talking about the 33rd floor, 34th floor, 38, 39, and 22nd. We were taking out some people that were on a wheelchair and a uh, lady that was, had a, like, like a heart attack. And both of those towers crumbled with thunderous roars. They fell like a house of cards. People ran to escape the tsunami of smoke and debris that barreled up Broadway. And right now... Uh, cell phones are out. They don't work. People are desperately trying to get a hold of loved ones to tell them that they're okay. People are also trying to find a way home. Live on Hudson Street and J Street in Lower Manhattan. Sean Adams, WCBS 880 News. WCBS News Time 106. And we're getting more information now on the attack on the Pentagon today. Now word from Washington that there are casualties and fatalities at the Pentagon. America's military seat of power took a direct hit from a plane which crashed into one side of that five-sided structure. Pentagon spokesman Glenn Flood says there are, quote, extensive casualties and an unknown number of fatalities. A television 
television station in Washington, WUSA, is also quoting a Navy public affairs spokesman as saying there are dead inside the Pentagon. The Pentagon was hit a short time after the attack began on the World Trade Center in New York City. And AP reporter Dave Winslow saw the crash at the Pentagon. He saw a large airliner plow right into the building across from Washington, D.C. in Arlington, Virginia. America's military seat of power not only hit by an apparent terrorist attack, a plane crashing into one side of it, but now reports from several sources that there are obviously casualties, but an unknown number of fatalities. 108 WCBS 880 News Time. Well, the president again saying that uh, vowing that terrorism against the United States will not stand. He is expected to make a statement shortly, and we, we uh, are expecting uh, to bring that to you live right here on WCBS 880. The president originally was to return to Washington, but uh, decided instead to go to Barksdale Air Force Base in Louisiana. Let's, uh, we're, we're expecting the president momentarily, and, and we want to get to that. Uh, but first, let's go over to Peter Hatton who is at the Chelsea Piers. And, uh, Peter, what's the situation where you are now? Susan, we've been watching for some time now. As folks have been lining up and just piling I up. I apologize for that. Uh, we're going to have to interrupt One you now and go to President Bush. All right, we're having a little bit of trouble with that. Let's see if we can bring up President Bush right now over here. Obviously, obviously, we're having uh... we're having some technical difficulties right now trying to bring you President Bush. So let's go back to Peter Haskell. Peter, if you're still there, uh, Peter Haskell's at Chelsea Piers, where folks have been trying to get out of the area. And Susan, there are folks have been lining up. The uh, Spirit of New York cruises in the Circle Line have been running ferries over to New Jersey. Folks who don't live anywhere near. Uh, Weehawken just jumping on ferries. They want to get off Manhattan Island. We spoke to someone who doesn't know anybody in New Jersey, but he lived downtown. He felt the explosion. He left his building and just started walking uptown. There were many who were standing here at Chelsea Pier with a straight shot down the West Side Highway. You could see the fire burning and the flames coming out of the tower. Then that explosion and just a column of smoke rising in the sky. Two hours later, still, there is just a, a chalky, ashy kind of smoke that is still rising, be it debris or from flames, but that column is still rising. Uh, folks shaken, uh, just unable to speak clearly about what happened. Joanna White was actually driving on the West Side Highway when the whole thing unfolded. Just as I hung up the phone from talking to my boss, Debris started falling in front of my Peter, we are going to interrupt you right now and go to you President Bush. We've now reestablished our communication. I want to reassure the American people that full, the full resources of the federal government are working to assist local authorities to save lives and to help the victims of these attacks. Make no mistake. The United States will hunt down and punish those responsible for these cowardly acts. I've been in regular contact with the Vice President, Secretary of Defense, the National Security Team, and my Cabinet. We have taken all appropriate, appropriate security precautions to protect the American people. Our military at home and around the world is on high alert status. And we have taken the necessary security precautions 
to continue the functions of your government. We have been in touch with the leaders of Congress and with world leaders to assure them that we will do what is, whatever is necessary to protect America and Americans. I ask the American people to join me in saying a thanks for all the folks who have been fighting hard to rescue our fellow citizens and to join me in saying a prayer for the victims and their families. The resolve of our great nation is being tested, but make no mistake, we will show the world that we will pass this test. God bless. The statement there live, President, President Bush. Bush. Actually, it was on taped, a videotape message from President Bush. Again, he did not return to the White House because of the attacks in the Washington, D.C. area on the Pentagon. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact. So jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.